It's called a um, bam. We're live. It's called an assassin beetle, and it has its proboscis out into that other beetle, and it's sucking out its goo. I think first it pumps something. Yeah, I think it. I think it pumps something into the beetle first, and turns its insides into just gelatinous shit, and then sucks them back in. And that's my and that's my finger in the uh, photo. It's like it's like you know what? Like I was I was holding the flower with the assassin beetle killing the other beetle, and then I fucking snapped it. <laughs> that's crazy. Fergito, Fergito, Fergito. Some of my best DMs, Fergie. You're starting to like. I'm starting to actually look forward to opening your DMs. I hate the rest of you, but I'm actually <laughs> starting to like you. Like you actually send me shit, and I'm like, oh, that's wow. This guy's like. He, he, what did you send me the other day about basically you sent me some stuff about working on myself that I found fascinating that I really liked. Just basically don't turn into an asshole just because you're covering a bunch of assholes. And I was like, oh, that's that's good. That's that's important. That was like advice to you or that was like a quote he offered up or something? It was some advice. I, f- I forget exactly how he worded it. Did, did, did I ever t- tell the story about the cigars on this? <laughs> Not when I've been here. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Holy cow. I'm going to tell the story about cigars, but really quick, I want to tell you something. Oh, did you send the uh, link to our special guest? Mm, no. Send it uh, right now. Uh, we're going – we have a special guest coming on to um, – we, we're going to – earlier this morning with, with uh, Justin Nunley um, and Caleb, we did predictions for the UFC tomorrow, but the card has changed so much. It's like, holy shit, what happened? Yeah, there's Holy. some drama with that, huh? I, I'm not, I, I can't even believe it. They just, it's like they just went in the back and they're like, all right, you're going to fight you and you're going to fight. <laughs> they just switched everything up. Just called it audible. The show must go on, huh? Yeah, it's, it's fascinating, actually. I can't even, only Dana White could have pulled it off. So there's these two guys and they, uh, there's these two guys and they, they, they live together and one of the guys doesn't have a job. So he's always at home. So, the guy goes to work. He comes home, and the um, uh, the house smells like cigars. And he goes, "Hey, dude, I go to work all day. I come home, and, and the house smells like cigars. You need to stop smoking when I'm at work." And every time this guy goes to work and comes home, his roommate, the house smells like cigars, and he gets he's starting to get pissed at his roommate. This goes on for like a month. So finally, he um, he takes one of his roommate's uh, cigars and he wipes it on his ass. <laughs> Have you heard this one? No. And he wipes the cigar on his ass, and uh, and uh, so so he goes to work, and his roommate's smoking the cigar, and he smokes like you know three quarters of it, and he's like, "Man, I, this tastes horrible." And uh, the guy comes home, and he noticed the house still smells like cigars, but not as much. It's like, hmm. So he wipes, takes another one of his cigars, and wipes it on his ass. And this goes on for like like a month, and he's noticing the house is smelling less and less like cigars, and the guy's actually smoking less and less, right? So finally he's like, fuck. So he, he, this guy, guy has a brand new box of cigars and the roommate takes it. And instead of just wiping his ass with it, he fucking takes each one and fucking <laughs> keisters it a little bit. Puts okay. about an inch of the cigar up in his ass and twirls it around. Whole oh, box wow. of them. That Whole box of them. Okay. Yeah. And so he goes to work and he comes home and the house doesn't smell like cigar smoke. And he's like, hey, what's going on? The house doesn't smell like cigar smoke. He goes, I quit. I can't stand the taste of those anymore. Like awesome. So the roommate wakes up in the morning. 
the one that normally goes to work and keisters the cigars, and he feels like something's missing. So he goes to the store and he gets a box of cigars, and he, he picked up a new habit. Every morning he wakes up and just shoves a cigar in his ass. Now, the moral of the story is if you you got to be careful with what you're doing. If, you, if, you, if you're always bitching at someone for uh, 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 being a if, – if you, if you spend your life chasing um, pedophiles – uh, and, and hating on pedophiles, you become you can become the bitch that hates pedophiles, and it's not a pretty identity. You got to you got to be careful with uh, with with who you become while you're trying to deter someone from ah. from doing what you don't want them to do. He became a guy who loved having a cigar shoved up his ass. He that other guy dropped a habit. He picked up a habit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that backfired. Unintended yeah, consequence yeah. there. Unintended consequence, huh? Yeah. And so it, it's, 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 it's like that. And I've, I told a story about my son. Um, this is free advice. I normally charge $500 an hour for this advice. Um, but I'll tell you, this is free advice. I was always for about a month. I, I, my son was always, my son's hair got long. So he's always wiping his hair out of his face. And I was always noticing dirt on his face because he was wiping the hair out of his face. And I'm always, I started saying to him like 20 times a day, dude, you have dirt on your face, dude, you have dirt on your face. And after about a month, I'm like, fuck. I've become the guy who tells my son, you have dirt on your face. He must fucking hate me. So I'm like, I'm not saying that to him anymore. Every time I want, I see dirt on his face, I'm just going to look at him and be like, dude, I love you. <laughs> and I just flipped the script. Fuck the dirt. And now he's like, it's good. I'm not an asshole anymore. No more dirt? Is there still yeah. Dirt? I, we're, no, no, there's still tons of dirt. I just, now I just go over. Now I tell him I love him. I appreciate it. I wipe it off. But I don't want to be the guy who says to my son, um, uh, wipe the dirt off your face. I don't want to be the guy who's like, just all I see is fucking Jeff Bako in the comments. <laughs> Douche. My relationship with him has changed a little bit. Even Nunley spotted him today. He's like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. I be right back guys. I need to grab some more cookies. Grab these nuts while you're at it, Jeffrey. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jeffrey found a home. I bet you Jeffrey was raised in, uh, in an abusive home and now he loves it here because i just abuse him he's like oh. <laughs> he feels at home he feels yeah it's like oh this is my love I language feel so good <sighs> to send a heidi for some cigars jeez louise oh, wad zombie wow. my goodness my Take goodness we'll send those to bill clinton uh <laughs> Sevon was the cigar i'm great they're they're coming in hot tonight they are they are I hope we get a special guest tonight. <clears throat> Me too. So, so next weekend you're getting married. That's right. And this weekend my kids going to a jujitsu tournament. Kind of the same, same, same stressors. Yeah. Same. Similar feelings. Um, I, my, my, my son, Joseph, the last tournament we went to, he didn't, he didn't participate. We got there and he didn't participate. And it's a, and it's 130 bucks to do gi and no gi if you go early. So, so kind of like threw that money away. Mm. The tournament before that, he went undefeated in gi and no gi. He's five. And after he was done and we were all done and he got his medal and shit, the, the tournament people came up to him and they're like, Hey, would your son mind doing one more match? There was a kid here who didn't get any matches. Mm. And I wasn't there and we, we weren't and my wife's not tournament savvy and, and neither am I. And she said, yeah, sure. No problem. And he gets in there 
and he's in there with a fucking six and a half year old who's 10 or 15 pounds more than him. And the kid just smashes him. Oh, and makes him cry. And that's what he ended on. And that's what he ended on. So the next tournament. So this tournament tomorrow, there's no one in Joseph's gee match for geese. And so I noticed that they moved him up an age division. Mm. So he was born in 2016. They put him in the 2015 (laughs) class. If he, if he's five right now, I can't imagine him going up against a six-year-old Avi. Avi would smash him. And I'm concerned. I'm concerned. And when, and and this kid is the better than this kid is better than Avi at jujitsu than Avi was at five. But still, it's like holy shit. So tomorrow, I'm not sure what to do. Mm. And I asked the jujitsu instructor, I'm like, hey, sometimes you just gotta let him fight. I get that. I like. I, like. I, I don't want to be like stripes. Yeah. Um. But uh. Well, yeah. Instantly, what came to mind is like his first opponent will be the kid from last time, like some karate kid shit. You know. Oh man. Like he has to go back, and there's that kid, and like he has to kind of deal with all that. How did you deal with it last time when he didn't want to compete? I. 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 I here's you the thing. Chill there oh, and- so, so, yeah. So here's the thing. Ari, my, my, the youngest kid's like, I'm going there and fucking mash people. Like, he's just like, I'm handling my business. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to that. Yep. Speaking of handling business, Mr. Bosman. Yo. What are you, I'm camping? trying to get somewhere that's, you well, know, I'm actually uh, enjoying an evening with my friends out in Nashville, but uh, trying to get somewhere a little bit more quiet. Oh, you're such a good dude. We're going to make this wow. so fast. Are you up to date <laughs> on what the heck is going on with the UFC? I, uh, no, I, I honestly, I got a text message a couple hours ago and it was a friend of mine asking, what do you think about Ferguson versus uh, Diaz? And I was like, what, what the hell are you talking about? And uh, that's when I found out. So a little weird. Yeah, they shook. They shook the whole card up. I guess what they're saying is, is Kamzat had some medical issues making weight, and uh, so they 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 cut him loose, and they're and they're letting him fight in the catch weight. Yeah, that's big time air quotes. I think that's uh, they hyped up that fight between Diaz and Kamzat, and I don't think they had any intentions in making it because it's a stupid fight. Wow. And so, do you think that the fight in the back? Before then, between Hall, so just it's funny you say that because just hours before, Holland and Kamzat got in a fight at the weigh-in, and now they're fighting. I mean, I don't know anything about anything, but it seems a little fishy to me. <laughs> I think the quote is from uh, some good drama. I think the quote's from that yeah. movie. Um, what's the show called? I don't know shit about fuck. Is that the quote you're trying to? You, but but you're doing the clean version. I don't know anything about anything. I, no, I no. I think I think I like it the way that I said it. You know what show I'm talking about? I no, actually, I, I don't. I know that it's a quote. I know that it's like a a, a meme these days. But I've never actually saw, seen the original of that. So I saw the show. What's that? It's called Ozarks. That's what it is. Ozarks. You oh, didn't watch Ozarks? You know, I watched the first season and I was kind of underwhelmed. It gets better. That's what everybody says, but that's a that's a lot of time, man. Who's got time it is, it is. You're too busy. How many how many um uh um events have you written for next year's games? 
<laughs> written or like concepts? I got concepts, lots of concepts. But wow. Solidified. Already, huh? What, so you're just, it's, it's, you can't get off the train. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's the same Not way that, that you want to. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I think it's the same way that you kind of operate in the sense that like, you have ideas all the time. It's not like you have ideas from nine to five and then you shut that down. No, it's like it's been a part of my life for a long time. So, yeah, I have lots of ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, did you see that master now. manipulation that Adrian Bosman just did? <laughs> he he. He appealed to my ego and said, "Well, you're a lot the same way." And then, and then, and then, and then we both elevated to sort of like this genius obsessive status. And then he had the moon behind him, and he took off his hat. And now I'm like swooning a bit. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. Masterful strategy. Bango. Yeah. Adrian, how long have you been doing jujitsu? Since 2019. Uh, and and do you have your gray belt yet? Yeah, <laughs> barely. Do you? What's that? You, you don't get a gray belt. Gray belt is used, but I mean, I'm basically <laughs> at gray belt level. Yes. Oh, 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 what belt do you have? I have a blue belt, but I'm nothing oh, special. Okay. I get smashed on the regular. And uh, and are and are you a fan of the UFC? Big time. Yes. Awesome. Uh, and I knew you were. I'm just kind of like setting the scene here. Um, priming it, priming it for the listeners. <laughs> Tony Ferguson's lost his last four fights in a row, all against insane savages, right? Justin Gage, Charles Diaz. Come Pardon on. me? I, he destroys Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's fought the best. Who has Diaz fought recently? Give me a break. He just and fought. I'm a Diaz uh, Brothers fan, but. He just fought Leon Edwards. Dude, this is Ferguson's fight. Okay, yeah, he, well, he's he holding firm with that. By Leon Edwards. He did get he did get tossed up, but he but he, he stayed in there to do some damage for, for Wait, a few no, seconds no, in the he, final no, round. Come on, man. <laughs> he he gave the finger at the bell. Give me a break. That does not a fight make. That's it's ridiculous. Matt, I want it's, to tell you a sad. I want to tell Matt Burns a sad story here, real quick. The other day, I got on the scale and I weighed one seventy. Um, Adrian. Adrian has the most beautiful fucking lean, chiseled iron body, and he's fucking four inches taller than me, Who's and he only weighs one sixty-five. And when I saw I weighed one seventy, I'm like, I am a fucking marshmallow. Adrian's a dick. Adrian would tie me in a knot unless I beat him with my dick. I got um, bones. Uh, so you're go okay, Ferguson. I, I like it, and you think he's gonna dar some or something, dude? How does how does how does Diaz win this fight? <laughs> Honest question. Uh, I, I, I think he, he knocks it. He, oh, God. You're out of your he, mind. Ferguson yeah. wrecks You're him. right. This is- You're right. And tra- remember when Charles Oliveira fucking um, armbarred uh, uh, Ferguson and he wouldn't tap and his, he broke yeah. his arm and he just still didn't tap? Too tough for his own good. I think he's way higher in his career decline than, than Diaz. I mean, I just don't see how this goes any other way. Okay, uh, Kamzat uh, at the catch weight of 180 against Kevin Holland. Man, I love this fight way more than, than what was slated. Uh, and I got to say, it's a tough one for me to call because I like both of them. I think Kevin Holland is so fun to watch and just awesome. Um, but I got to give it to Kamzat. I mean, I, I was kind of thinking he was just a hype train fighter. 
until I saw the fight with Gilbert Burns, which, side note, I think Burns, if you go back and watch it, I think he edged out the victory. However, yeah. the fact that he could last uh, and go to that absolute war with him, um, I think Kamzat's got this one. I, th- I think it'll be a lot closer than than uh, people think, maybe, um, especially like Chimaev fans. But, uh, yeah, man, I think he's going to get it in the end. I, I hate to do this to you, but what round, Adrian? Uh, is it? Are they doing that as a three rounder or a five rounder? It is, they're giving that one five two. Wow! Even though he missed. Wow. Okay. Uh, I think Holland demanded it, dude. Holland said, "Hey, I'm only fighting this dude if they make it go five rounds." Okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it makes the distance. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say third round. It's over. Comes out. Ground and pound. Okay. Uh, that's better than I, than, than I thought. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Kamzad also. Uh, and, and I'm going with Diaz in the in the first one. And then finally... How? How? Uh, How? <laughs> <laughs> You're out of your mind. Hey, here's the problem. Those dudes could beat each other to death and they'd still be alive standing there. Both those dudes have like heads that don't break. <laughs> but that's why you have a ref that steps in and says, okay, gentlemen, this is clearly going one way and it's time to call it a night. Um, and then uh, finally, uh, Daniel Rodriguez against Lee Jin Gliang. I'm going to go with uh, Daniel Rodriguez. I'm with you on that one, 100%. Uh, the leech is fun, but I think he's just not as well-rounded as he needs to be for this level of competition. Um, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Awesome. Uh, one final question, uh, CrossFit related. Is that true? The rumors that I heard that uh, Tia Toomey, who currently lives in Nashville, Tennessee, is moving back to Australia. I. You have to ask her. I have no idea. Okay. She doesn't. Re- will you? If you see her, will you ask her and get back to me? If you yeah, just like, if sure. you run into her at the bar, or at the gym, or whatever. I'd be happy to. You're a good dude, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The the man, Adrian Bosman, programmer for the CrossFit Games. All right, I look forward to uh, seeing how wrong you are tomorrow when Diaz just gets. I'll be texting you with the written down. I got him written down. Bookie took it. See you guys. (laughs) You're the man. Bye, Adrian. Thank you. Oh, man. What a good dude. Break from dinner. That was really cool of him. Jeremy Eat World. $5. Um. I wish that were true. Adrian don't know shit about MMA. I wish that were true. I wish that were true. So what did we learn? We learned that uh, that uh, he thinks Tony Ferguson's going to win and don't put a cigar in your ass repeatedly <laughs> uh, because you might end up uh, liking it. Uh, Jeff, go fuck yourself. May, uh, okay. Uh, I see that all of <laughs> <laughs> hey, like maybe Jeff is a YOLO from the moon. Do you remember that dude who got banned? YOLO, YOLO, yeah, YOLO. But YOLO only had like two or three things that it would say every time. So yeah, Jeff's kind of the same. Jeff's diverse. I'm here for the monologue. Okay. Is that a picture? Oh, I thought that was a picture of Tia. <laughs> Where are we? Uh, Brian just dropped that on us the other day that she's moving back to Australia. Interesting. Send this your daughter and what the hell is that? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> you got some interesting subtitles, let's say. Uh here here oh, I want to say what I saw this. I saw this. 
Okay. I, I want to say one more thing about the fight and then we'll go to whatever my notes are, which we'll get through as much <laughs> shit as we can. Um, what's interesting about this fight is this is Diaz's last fight. He has one fight left with his UFC contract. He's 37 years old and Tony Ferguson has lost four in a row. What I'm tripping on is if, if I have to guess this is both of their last fights, I, I can't imagine Dana re-signing either of them. No. But I could see Ferguson saying, "Hey, because you know he wasn't supposed to fight Diaz until the last minute," and I could, I could see Dana seems like a real loyal guy, mm-hmm. and him, and him being like, "Okay, you did me a solid by taking this fight and doing a last minute change up. I'm gonna win or lose. I'm gonna give you one more fight." But if Ferguson cool. loses this, that's five in a row. Now he's fought the five hardest dudes you could ever imagine fighting ever: the, the Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje, Chandler, Diaz, and there's. Uh, I don't know who it was. One more was it Conor McGregor or some some sh- sh- crazy shit like that. So, uh, Nate is moving on to his own promotion, Real Fight Inc. Well, okay. Uh, I always good. like worry about <clears throat> those Diaz brothers' health. Like when you hear them talk on interviews and stuff like that, they don't and talk so good. No, no, and they're like they're so they're almost like primitive. Like when you see them with the reporters, like you would have to. And have you seen them slapped up that one reporter? Before have you seen those clips? I think it was. Is it old? Uh, yeah, it's kind of old. Not like super old. Like maybe like a month or so ago. They slapped a reporter. Uh, Nate did. Yeah. He goes, no, oh, I didn't see I that. Was it a Barstool Sports guy? And he was kind of doing like it would be the equivalent if I was over there interviewing a games athlete, and he goes, "Hey, you remember that shit you said on uh on on um Twitter?" And I yeah. go, "Oh yeah, sorry about that." He just. Really? Yeah, he just kind of gave him like a pop and pop, like nothing like crazy or super violent, but it's just it's just crazy to see how like primitive they are. He just like that's it. Caleb, like, pull that shit up. Caleb, pull that shit up. <laughs> he slapped a Nelk boy. Oh no, shit! I don't know if he did. He slap? Did someone put that in the comments? Is that yeah. Okay, I can't. I can't believe you didn't see that. He is. He is, God, Jeff, stop! But that's a great comment. He's like Encino Man. Yes, I I agree. It was an ESPN dude, and it was a joke. I don't. I think it was no, a no, 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 no. It wasn't a joke. I hey, this, this show that we're doing right now has already been flagged because of the music in the background of Adrian. No, because I I must have said something. Oh, but I already but I already sent in a request for a review. <laughs> oh, that was quick, Bruce. You don't have to ever cough up cash, dude. You're the greatest fucking supporter. Telling people to hit like. By the way. Bruce's a good dude. It's crazy if you those of you who are here so often, if you haven't hit that um that bell. I started doing that on people's accounts I want to follow. You can there's a bell you can hit. And anytime someone goes live that you like, like if you want to always know and it'll send you like right to your phone. Bing. Oh shit. Uh so and so is going live. Notification squad. Yeah, notif yeah. <laughs> no, we don't do weird shit like that. But. Hey, that... I, I was I was talking to um, some friends today about the CrossFit Journal again. That's another thing that's crazy too. We we had I had a journal app developed, and every time we posted something, it would send you a fucking notification. How does CrossFit Inc. with the largest journal in the fitness and health world not have their the app back up now that fucking Ding Dong's gone? Ding Dong's the, the 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 CEO that was after Greg. Your OTT thing was a genius idea. Thank you. Yeah. And you were, you were like just early enough to where it would have been like perfect capitalization. 
on on the whole entire everybody stuck inside and all the streaming wars that were happening at that time the launch like disney plus and all that stuff everywhere like way more people were on the ott too that was a big mistake on crossfit's part and i had a company that was going to make all the otts for us there's like 27 or 34 or whatever and they were going to make every single ott and we figured it out and if we got one percent of one percent of all the subscribers to those because all the cable networks have their own AT- ott all the different smart devices have their own ott it was mm-hmm. it was like 30 million a year yeah, with no great. demand to publish new shit it was a fucking brilliant contract i negotiated mm-hmm. yeah that would have been huge and then continue to unpack the journal in different ways and redistribute that content and more. I think it might. I think it might have been good for the affiliates too. Anything that promotes the message of the methodology is always good for the affiliates. Sevan, can you get Brian to come say all the things he avoided on the morning chalk up HWPO <laughs> episode? I don't know what that is. I don't know what the morning chalk up HWPO. Oh, that's Fraser's thing. I have nothing nice to say, so I'm not going to say anything. About his uh, camp? Yeah. (laughs) I see what you're doing, Sousa. (laughs) Stupid. Um, I mean, it's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. uh, It's cool. Like, it's cool that people are, are finding a place to work out and move around. I don't think it says anything about Matt. I don't think it says anything about Ben. I don't think any of the the narratives being spun up are valid in any way. I think it's all just just normal shit. Like you worked at 7-Eleven and now you work at yeah, CVS. And after CVS, you might manage a fucking longs. And after when you're 50, you might be the general manager of Safeway. And then when you're 70, you retire. It's just like just people moving around and shifting. But when you have so many athletes moving there and people are getting excited, really you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. You can see all the disappointment that's coming next year for that camp. <laughs> I mean, it's well, just like statistically, they have like so many people in the camp that not everybody is going to do fantastic. Right. Like, yeah. And there's some fucking like you. old fucking dogs in there. It's like, what do you think is going to happen to Conor McGregor when he comes back to fight? If Not he doesn't fight out. someone, if he doesn't fight someone like that's semi-retarded, he's, like, whiskey. He's, like, he's gonna get fucking knocked into fucking next. I mean, he's toast for sure. So, and they have a few people like that in the camp. And I think the biggest thing too, in like Ben's defense, is like we don't really know what his like long-term goals with everything is. Like maybe he was on the way out and he was comfortable with reducing the camp and only wanted to focus on one athlete, as opposed to it sounds like what um O'Keefe and Frazier have going is they want to build like a whole entire retreat or whatever. It's like, don't if I'm an athlete, you know what I do? Hmm. I fucking reach out to the fucking liver King. (laughs) And I'm like, Hey, I want to be your fucking dude. Interesting. I try something totally me and me and -and so-and-so me and my trainer want to come live on your ranch in fucking Texas. Live the ancestral. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and we're going to train for the CrossFit games. games, and we just need a yurt and a fucking toilet. <laughs> you know what a yurt is? I feel like that'd be perfect for, like, Colt Mertens or something. Like, you just have to have somebody who's just, like, doesn't need anything fancy, just wants to grind and enjoys doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I can tell you a thousand reasons why that would be so fucking sexy and cool, and you'd put on a shitload of followers, and it wouldn't matter how well you did. It would matter how hard you worked. Mm. And those would be the rewards you get. Mm. I wonder if a girl could do that. What girl would fit in there? 
I fucking I I could see Alex Gazan as like a female Tarzan. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Daisy Fresh. Remember we had the coach Heath on here, and they like yeah. lived in the gym, yes. and it was just yes. grimy, and they just like yes made it work with one hot plate between like nine dudes living in there. I wish a dude would come live in a yurt with me. Congratulations on your blue belt, Heidi. She got a blue belt. Yeah. When? Very recently, like earlier this week, maybe. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and I and I that that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. As as, uh, as Avi's coach said to him, not no one can ever take that away. You'll have that your whole life. Someone in the comments wrote in that in that thread recently on the hard work pays off training Instagram. Someone in the comments wrote that the name was stupid. Did you want? Me to, should I bring that up? Should we investigate that post? And I want to be like, you're fucking stupid. Can you? The person <laughs> wrote like a fucking paragraph telling them that the name was stupid. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I other people have told me too. Well, uh, advanced marketing shows that you the HWPO won't stick because that letter and that consonant bouncing off of the W. And then I'm just like, shut the fuck up. It's great. Yeah. I'm killing it. Who would have thought Amazon he, would have been a good name? He he right. He got it. He did it. He owns that. We all know that that's his. He made yep. that his. HWO, HWPO pro roster. Pro roster. Blow me. <laughs> they like the, uh, the terminology. Continuing to raise the bar, Heber. I don't know. Continuing to fucking raise the geriatric. Oh, someone from the Real Seven podcast wrote, that's a roster. That's a roster. Do you oh, approve that post? Just, no, like, <laughs> but that's what pissed me off. <laughs> pissed me off. So that's why I made it a post to balance it out, and I attacked. Scroll down and look at my post. I, I just fucking went on. I just like, let me see what <laughs> uh, Your sponsors can now include a diaper company and geriatric gear. And then someone won. Will you like that, please? Like, so I get 59 likes on that. And then, and then someone, I like this reply better. This is the guy, whoever wrote this is smarter than me. Pull ups and depends. Connor T. Murphy. Oh, that dude's coming on the show. Yep. Well, shit. Could we click his uh, profile? Sure will. <laughs> this guy. Oh, now I recognize him. Now I know this guy. Um, uh, as much as I fuck with uh, Austin Maliolo on here, he is def- Austin is one of the nicest guys ever. If you get to hang out with him, and so is this guy. This this guy Connor Murphy's cool as shit. <laughs> and um. I think that was someone famous in the back with that dumbbell. So you love it? <laughs> yeah, look at him. That, I think that's like someone famous he's training. This dude, maybe? Let's see. But anyway, Connor and, 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 and oh yeah, the, yeah, it's some band or something. So Connor and, uh, that guy's become a trainer to the stars. He's a cool dude. Austin mm-hmm. Connor and I think, and, and James Hobart, and I want to say Spencer Hendel all worked at Reebok. And they okay. were all coaches there. And fuck, those, those four are cool as shit. And didn't they all pass through CrossFit New England, too? Probably. I think I Rock, met That him sounds right. Time. Is that Ben Bergeron's old gym? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, it's, probably. Yeah, it's his gym. I don't think it's, it's still his gym. Hey, even that dude who was on here the other day, the gym owner, the, the affiliate show we did, um, e- even though we were ripping Ben for – being doing the woke shit um he, he never he learned so much from ben mm-hmm. and he, even hiller who rips on him hiller's like yeah watch every one of his fucking podcasts mm-hmm. i went out and did his immersion thing oh spent, you did the same as that guy did mm-hmm. and i spent uh whatever it was like four four days out there because i was flying obviously from california so i went out a little bit earlier and <clears throat> i was like hey can i come in and work out and kind of hang out because i have like a 
you know, day to kill either way. And they're like, yeah. And I was the only one that was out of state and didn't have a car. So actually, Harry, uh, Harry Paoli drove me around the whole entire time. Oh, you know that guy? Yeah. We spent the whole, like that, like he, he was nice enough to drive me everywhere. We went to lunch together the whole time. Cause I kind of have his phone number. Everybody. I think I do. Let's call him right now. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> like, okay. Hey, try. um, but ask him if he wants to come on the show. Let's find out what's going on. I will. On. I don't know if he remembers me at all. I mean, dear, it was in 2016. Dear Harry, all I ask is you be 1% more vulnerable than um, uh, Jake Macaroni. He's a good dude. Harry's a good dude. Man, Jake Macaroni was hard to interview. That may be the, the worst interview I've ever done. You know, that's got to be tough, though. Think about doing interviews in, in those camps, and especially if they're, like, tight-knit. Like, you know, everybody from the camp is watching, and they're like, well, why, why would you why would you explain it like that? Or, you know, <clears throat> like, they yeah. get some pressure before going on, you know, shows and, and talking about it or how they talk about the camp and stuff. Who knows? I, I saw something today I want to tell you guys about, but I don't know. I don't know who's listening the same way you said that. I don't know who's listening. You never know who's listening. My espresso just kicked in. I feel like I'm about to jump out of my chair right now. <laughs> I saw sparks between people in my, I, I mean, no one you guys know, but, mm -hmm. but I saw sparks today. I, I, I can't go down there. Wait, people like romantic it. sparks? Yeah. Like, like romantic oh, sparks. Oh. Okay. So Tony, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Does Tony Ferguson or, or Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz or do any of the Diaz's get to um, stay across uh, at the UFC? Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you. Oh shit! It's disconnected. <laughs> Perfect. Connect. Yes. Uh, uh, sorry, Australia. You got a uh, late. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, uh, you're. Oh, son mm. of a bitch! What is okay? Going on? Please stand, stand by, by, caller. Stand by. <laughs> stand by. You're. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Your call is important to us. Please remain on the line. I can just do the voices. Uh, Roadcaster Pro, that's that. Okay, okay, we're getting close. Hang on, caller. Right there. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you one of the only callers that I will always answer for. James Newberry. Mr. Jamal Smith. Levon, baby, Mr. Souza, how are you? Hey, what's going on, brother? I'm doing pretty good. I had a quick uh, question for you. Go for it. I thought you were going to give some insight. I like the I like the other show. I can't remember what you said, but it wasn't even a call-in show, and you called and just dropped some insight on us. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's good <laughs> shit. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think that Ben Bergeron is a little bit too soft on Chandler Smith? Uh, I, I didn't see the I did I thought uh, I, I didn't see the video that the Buttery Bros made or that their production company made, but I was hearing the opposite from people who saw that that they were saying he was too hard on him. Well, I mean, I the way I look at it because I've even struggled with you know having that self doubt talk to myself in workouts and different parts of my life, but sometimes I feel like you need that person to eliminate the what's the right word to say the logic and just you know almost just put your head down and go what's the example that like, you what's the example that you saw that made it seem like he was uh too easy on him i i just feel like there's a little bit too much talking with him like i feel like if you take taylor like if you took taylor self's mindset and put it in chandler smith's head 
you would almost have an unstoppable top three athlete. The very like, little bit of interaction that I've had with Chandler Smith, he seems like one of the nicest dudes in the world. Now, granted, it's been very little, but you're right. There, it, whereas, whereas Taylor's like, fuck you, I got an axe to grind and I got a chip on my shoulder. Right. I'm, I'm a little batshit crazy. And I, <laughs> yeah, and I feel like if he just had like, and that's what's kind of weird to me is that Chandler having that wrestler background, it's like physically he can grind, but mentally, it just kind of the brakes fall off somewhere. Jesse Masqueda, Masqueda, better Masqueda, uh, Masqueda. Thank you. Uh, how is everyone an expert on Ben coaching Chandler? I know. How is everyone just an expert on Ben? Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Smith. Okay, Jamal. Thank you very much. Good insight. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye. Peace and love. Bye. I know everyone, everyone. This isn't even a CrossFit show. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, okay. Every time someone says they have a question, I'm always like, "Ooh, I hope it's good." That he says for you, and I don't, I'm like, I always just assume it's for you. But uh, it's funny when it just went silent, and then he went silent for a while. It's <laughs> like, uh-oh. uh oh. He was not too hard or too soft. Well, that's very insightful, Melissa. How would you know? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The usual suspects. Oh boy. The always sober. The always sober, Will the Plumber. Is this the news show? Kinda. I don't know what it is. Do you have some news for us? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I was wondering. I was wondering when Kate's coming on. Is that the special guest? No, no, no. We had Adrian Bosman on. You didn't it. see it? There's a dude. Shit. No. All right, oh, I'll go sh- back and watch that later. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh, all right. Oh shit, I hung up on the Australian caller. Damn it, uh, I meant to hang up on you, Will. Will, you dodged a bullet. I did. I don't think Chandler has anything like lacking between the ears. I mean, the dude lost a thumb, basically. How about lacking between his thighs? I can't. I can't comment on that. Okay, just testing you. Uh, um, well, well, let's get on. Let's move on to more important things. Are you going to be available possibly to cover if we do end up doing, uh, if we end up needing you for the Zello games to hold a camera and do the Will Plummer shit? Are you going to go out there and do that for <laughs> us, in Vegas? When is it? I don't know. November 10th. <laughs> yeah. Zello let's games. I'm going to, I'm going to Rogue. Okay. Maybe we can do some stuff there. Yeah, cool. If you see Katie, be like, just walk up to her and be like, "Hey, girl, you know, you know, my homeboy Sevon wants to get you on the podcast." Who? Katie. 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 She's the chick that owns Rogue. She won the games in uh, two thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your crush. Blonde hair. Yeah. Old right. crush. Old crush. Old crush. I moved old on. Crush. Moved no on. more crushes. No, I moved on. Moved on. I can't be sitting around waiting for her. I got, I got shit to do. Yo. But don't say any of that shit to her if her husband's around. His name's Bill. <laughs> he's a real ch- he's a Bill's a real chatterbox. Watch out for Bill. <laughs> Bill doesn't talk. I assumed. <laughs> Why you call but still don't say anything in front of him. Just be yeah. cool if he's around. Just be yeah. cool. Act Just kiss cool. the ring. Just kiss the ring. Bill does you know when you see yeah, a man who doesn't tuck his shirt and you know why that is? Because they're that they they're they're carrying concealed. Concealed. I learned that from my SEAL yeah. buddies. Concealed. Bill doesn't tuck his shirt in. He's carrying. He's carrying. <laughs> no one tucks their shirt in in Texas. 
I, I noticed uh, Dana White had. Did you notice Dana White's body's like he he leaned up. It looks like he quit drinking a week ago. He leaned up and he had his shirt tucked in at the at the um, ceremonial ceremonial weigh-ins today. He looked good. He looked really good. I uh, I went back today and I started listening to the OPT podcast. I never listened to it back in the day, but that seemed like a a tough. Like it, it seemed on edge from as soon as fitness started to be talked about it was on it just go to the end and when brian fucked the whole thing up mr brian oh. friend brian's like so, so what's the difference between crossfit no opex and brian's an opex guy right like he knows the opex shit and james is like well opex is uh individualized and then and then i was like isn't crossfit individualized too and then and then james like rolled his eyes and got all huffy puffy and threw a chair across the room and it was like oh fuck <laughs> He's like, you too. Basically, he was like calling me an idiot for not knowing the difference. It was like, Jesus, criminy. And it just went sideways, and then everyone started hating on OPT for that. And I was like, I like I people to come on the show and like them to leave like without any shit on them. But James like smeared some shit on himself, and I couldn't help him clean it off in time. <laughs> right at the end. Right at the end, he smeared a bunch of goo on himself. I was like, James, fuck. Well, the conversation at the start, it started with like the social media of like why he's not on it. And Brian tried to be like, oh yeah, I loved your posts. I loved all the workouts. Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, but no, I like, it doesn't align with my values. And I was like, oh goodness. Like it was, it was on, it was on edge from the start. Uh, the UFC fight tomorrow will start at 3 PM. You have to watch it 3 PM and you have to fucking watch that first fight. It's with Darian weeks. He spelled his name wrong. And, uh, per seven saying Darian weeks, who I think is a super cool dude to wish him the best tomorrow in the UFC fight. And he was cool a night before a few huge fight and actually responded back. Yeah. He's that dude's cool as shit. Yeah. Darian's really cool. If you haven't seen the podcast I did with that guy, watch that one. That one's cool. Oh, I yeah. just Googled Katie Henniger, and all I can say is, is if Sevon is enamored with her, we have a very different taste in women. Very. That's because you don't like women. I knew. <laughs> you pull your dick out of your mouth, your own dick out of your mouth, Jeff. Okay, Mr. Plumber, thank you very much. Bye. Getting good with that now. Look at you. Stay Australia, good. hi. Australia. Hello? Australia. Hello? Sevon? Oh, this is. It could be. Depends on who this is. Who is this? Hello? How's it going, mate? Good, mate. Can you hear me? I can. (laughs) This is going good. Hey, hey, man. How's it going? We're uh, 30 seconds into the call. (laughs) It it was good, and now it's taking so long it's getting weird. Maybe it's it's lag on his part. Maybe it's lag. I just got home, and I was like, I went on YouTube and he was live and I was like, shit, please, I miss it just because of the time. You just got home from a two-month quarantine? You just got home from a two-month quarantine? Yeah, nah, it's still alright. James, I want to ask <laughs> oh, you a question. Man. James, I want to ask you a question. Oh, Joe. No, James, they're, you're all James Newberry to me. <laughs> don't, don't fuck with me. Listen, I want to ask you a question. Can you see a screen yeah. right now, James? Uh... Clip 328, oh, yeah. please. 328. 328. Mr. Souza, 328. Uh, James, uh, Mr. Newberry, have, um, you can see a screen? Uh, yeah. Okay. Th- I want to tell you, before the so-called pandemic, this is what I used to think of Australian men. This is what I thought of you guys. I want you, I want you to watch this. I thought sound? all you fuckers were just like this. Watch, watch this cameraman. Sound or no sound? It, it uh, doesn't matter. No sound is fine. Either way. 
while a guy hits the ball. Cameraman catches it. Like, fuck you, I got that. Sits back in his seat and takes a hit off his cigarette with a fucking mullet. Like, fuck you. Oh, how good is that? I don't think that about you guys anymore. I just want to let you know. Everything has changed in the last two years. I'm so fucking confused. Yeah, there's some people still here like that. My God, I hope so. Are you like that? Are you pretty, are you like, you're like, know how to talk to girls and like, you can drink beer and work out at the same time and smoke cigarettes and catch balls <laughs> and all that? Oh, 100%. I'm in Brisbane, so it was, uh, COVID was way not as strict here than like Sydney and Melbourne. Sydney and Melbourne, they were still like locked up and we're like, are you kidding me? Like we're all out, we're all out doing everything. It's crazy, dude. I um I when I I ordered uh, little shot glasses full of uh, COVID, and I lined up ten of those and ten shots of tequila and just altered them. Like fuck you. Yeah. I'm Armenian now. <laughs> yeah. You're all okay. There we go. Uh, Elisa Carr Redow says Sevon wants tips on catching balls. Mm. Mm, okay. Mm. You got to get out in front of it. What time is it there in Australia? Uh, it's like quarter to one in the afternoon. Oh, it's not bad. And and where were you? Were you out? Were you working or? Oh, I worked Saturday here, so I was at home. But um, yeah, usually I'm at work, so I would never get this time. Are you gonna watch the? Are, are you gonna watch the yeah. fight? What what time is the fight on over there? It must be some jacked up time. Uh yeah, probably not. I, yeah, it's always like everything's bad time. It's like you know, like we like NFL is starts at like three a.m. on Monday morning. So That's stupid. Like anyway, anything anything from America. Oh, that's all right, mate. NFL stupid. You seen AFL? NFL is stupid. Oh, have you seen Aussie rules football? No, I'm sure it's great. You should check that out. Right, that's it's awesome. Wild, how, how did you get on the team by the quality of your play, or is it um, by the color of your skin? How did you guys choose your athletes? <laughs> I only like no sports. That, I only like sports that choose people by the quality of their play. Oh yeah, I'm just are you stoned? Hey, are you stoned? You. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, dude. Not yeah, this is a gym. I um so like yeah like I fucking love what you guys are doing like like everything you, like you're talking about and just the way that when you talk about like life and stuff and just your perspective it's like really interesting and um like when everything happened and like firings and all that like I found that found I tried to find you know like what you were doing and I found like the Josh Bridges sneaky little interview one of the first ones you did and then I just was like hang on to that I was like oh surely he's gonna like just pump this podcast and like get it going obviously you did so it's fucking awesome man um I do have a question for you about where do you think the world is heading with things like like social media and like all the disconnection and everything. Cause like I see it in like, I'm 29, but I see it in like a lot of younger people. I'm like, fuck, they're so disconnected and like they're always on their fucking phones. And it's like getting really bad. Like you walk past someone in the street and like 
99% of people are just like on the phone. They don't even like acknowledge you. And like, I always am like, hey, how's it going? Like, just when you walk past. And they're like, how many oh, people like live in Brisbane? How many people live in Brisbane? Oh, no idea. It's pretty small. It's not like Melbourne or Sydney. They're massive. You know, you know, I. They, yeah, I was wondering, like. Sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering, like, what is, like, what's your thoughts on, like, where everything's heading with, like, social connection and, like, conversations and. On, yeah, on, like, honestly, I, 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 I don't really know. I, I do think this. I think the people who are taking care of themselves will be okay. I think that the the, the people who are have found the path of their own personal health and po- own personal accountability and responsibility will be okay. I, do, I think that there is a very <laughs> strong mechanism on planet Earth. Wow, that's a big city. You're two and a half million people. Yeah. Uh, that, um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, compared to where I live, like I, I live in a town. I mean, I live close yeah. to a metropolis, but but the town I live in, there's I don't know, fifty thousand people. There's fucking no one here, and we all say hi to like you can yeah. make eye contact and say hi to anyone you want, and even the kids who are trapped in their phones, you can. But um, w- what I think is going to happen, I, I think a lot of people are are in big trouble. And I don't think that it was an understatement when Greg yeah. Glassman said, find a CrossFit affiliate and get on because it's a lifeboat and we're not going to be able to save everyone. We're not even going to be able to save a small portion. I think there's massive population decline on the planet. I think there's a lot of really, really lost and dumb people and they're asleep people. And I think that um, that slowly, that not even slowly, it's going to happen slowly, but relative to the length of the planet, it's going to happen very quickly. I think in a couple of generations, um, the the weak will die i think we're designed i think the planet is set up like that and we're designed like that it's not hospitable to the weak and um it it doesn't look good for people and it's not that they're bad people they just weren't fortunate enough like us to get on the right path they're confused you know, even some guy said in the comments the other day, Jiggy Josh or something, he goes, I can't believe Sevon's still confused and doesn't realize there's just one race. Yeah, that guy gets it. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. there's this sea of humanity and it's trying to survive and we're all trying to survive. And those people who aren't trying to take care of themselves, first and foremost, with this, you know, really, really high level of personal accountability and uh, personal responsibility. They're not, those lines aren't going to survive. They're, they're, they're not going to keep, um, the, 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 the weak are going to perish. That's, 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 that's what I think. I'm, 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 I hope that sounds optimistic. I'm very optimistic. I'm very, 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 yeah. very, very optimistic. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Jeff, you <laughs> fucking asshole. I saw that <laughs> He wrote, yeah, you don't probably don't get this, uh, James, um, but he said, Savon's like a poor man's Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla is like a, a comedian here I used to listen to as a kid. Uh, he had a show called Love Lines with Dr. Drew, and uh, and I would I would love to be Adam Carolla, and Jeff just nailed me. He, it's like he just, it's like he just, this guy, who the fuck is this guy? He just, he just pegged me. Oops, I shouldn't say that word. I uh, will. 
So, so I'm, yeah, I'm really optimistic, and, and uh, we just all yeah. have to we all have to stay strong. We're all going to see some bad shit happen. Uh, we're, we're seeing bad shit happen. We have to. We can't get swept away by, you know. I mean, our president said the craziest shit ever a couple of days ago. There's people in this country that think that on January 6th there was an insurrection in our capital. A bunch of fucking people walked into mm. that building. There was no fire. There were a handful of guns. There was like two or three shootings in there, and they were all done by fucking like the FBI or the fucking police and shit. There were dudes. You can see the police just hanging out in there talking to people. It was like it was the most peaceful. They didn't even have peaceful sit-ins like that in the 60s. It was the most peaceful protest I've seen in my fucking 50 years on planet Earth. It was so peaceful, especially for the level of intensity and where it was at. Meanwhile, in Ferguson, they burnt down the whole fucking city, $760 million. It's, it was supposedly for, for fucking black rights. In, in the city of Oakland, they killed a fucking former black police chief in front of a building that was named after a fucking former black civil rights guy. And none of that shit's being – and that was happening by the thousands all over the United States. And we have people – our, our own president – is trying to muster some scare tactics that something crazy happened in our capital. Like, for some reason, like, if that building went away, the U.S. would go away. <laughs> there was this thing that happened in the U.K. I've talked about it a bunch of times. I wish I could remember exactly what year it was. But the queen took two weeks off the calendar several hundred years ago. And the society panicked because they thought they lost two weeks of their life. She took two weeks off the calendar, and they thought they lost two weeks off their life. That's the kind of stupidity when people see January 6th and they think it was an insurrection. Are you out of your fucking mind? It's a bunch of fucking drunk people entered a building. More people get killed at a fucking Kanye concert than that fucking what happened at that. More oh people God. die. More people die in the New York City Marathon. How many people died on January? More people die every hour in the city of Chicago. How many people died? Well, that's true. How many people I think died like three people died in the insurrection. Hey, more cops have committed <laughs> suicide. More cops have committed suicide after the insurrection who are involved in the insurrection than people have died in the insurrection. So in that regards, like we live with fucking retards. You have to that part you just kind of have to start mm -hmm. to accept. It's 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 bad. And 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 I do think that the uh You think they let them in for political reasons too? I, I'm sure there's like, all I'm, as they went to storm rather than put up a fight. They just kind of like everybody evacuated. They just let them in and it looked weird. I mean, there's all sorts of I, I tried to follow it. There's so many threads and stories well, and it's like a massive videos and... to the Democratic Party, isn't it? Had they let it like letting them in in that manner? Like if you were like, no, they wanted to defend it. They just didn't want violence to be there. So they just like let them in, which you could say that. But that also benefits one party over the other too, because then they could point at it and say, see, look, it was an act of violence. He, 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 what, what do they keep like saying he does incites violence? Isn't that the whole deal? That what incites violence? Trump incited the violence. Yes. Yes. And if you go back and read his speech, he says, let's march peacefully. The whole thing's insane. Uh, what does this mean? Uh, James, are you still on the line? Yeah. What is this? Some guy said Australia just voted in our leftist government with the Greens Party holding the balance of power in the upper house. You're going to start seeing some messed up stuff and stuff messed up stuff from Australia soon. Meaning yeah. more more. Lo what does that mean? More lockdowns and shit? Or you don't even know? Uh, no, nah, dude. Like nothing will change here. It's just the same. Like no matter who's in charge, where. It's always the same. I was, I was so sad. One of your help. Like, 
one of your health ministers was an Armenian lady and she was doing some dumb shit. I felt so I, I'm no longer Armenian. I abandon it. Sorry. Oh, thank um, thanks, Nicole. I appreciate it. Love, love yeah, the I'll, I'll call. Dude. I'll call you next Thank week. You. Yeah, let's get let's get together again soon. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. Okay. Oh, man. That was good. Especially for the people listening with earbuds in. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what that means. Amen. Amon. A L. Come on, maybe. maybe AOJ. Oh, Sarah, that's nasty. That's mean. That's mean. So one of the finest jiu-jitsu gyms in the world is a gym called AOJ. It's in Southern California. It's in Newport. And uh, Miss Sarah um, uh, sent her, her troop there to train. And uh, she's trying to make me jealous uh, because my kids don't train there. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if jealousy is working, but there's some serious envy. Envy? What's the difference between jealousy and envy? Envy is like, I want your shit. Jealousy is like, like I want your girlfriend. Envy's like, I want one like your girlfriend. Oh, really? I, I, I thought... like your girlfriend. I want one that does the same tricks yours does. That's envy. Oh, interesting. I thought. I think, I don't know. I'm making that up. I mean, that the, up. the way that I heard it one time, and I don't know if this would be true, but I liked it, was like, Jealousy is kind of just like wanting what you had or just being jealous of a situation. Example, when the picture of like you, Hunter, Hiller, the boys at Newport, I saw it. I was like, oh, I was like jealous I wasn't there. Yeah. But envy would be seeing that picture, feeling the same feeling, but then thinking you don't deserve to be there. I oh, deserve let's look there. up the words. Let's look up the words. Envy and jealousy. Let's go. Good stuff. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you live in the state of California, you can go to cahormones.com. Type in the word Sevon when you log in or the password or the discount code or the, the whatever the code is, and you will get a free blood work and a free doctor's consultation. The, you can ask them anything you want about your blood work. They'll tell you, man, you're strong like bull, or hey, have you considered testosterone replacement therapy? Envy means disconnected, longing for someone else's advantages. Jealousy means unpleasant suspicion or apprehension of rivalship. Hmm. Envy means discontented. Okay, so like I'm discontented because you have the cool chick that does the cool tricks. Mm -hmm. And then I'm longing for someone else. I'm longing for uh, someone else. So so maybe I do want your chick. I don't know. I think of Jealousy means an unpleasant suspicion. Okay, let's go to the – click that Merriam-Webster's one. One night, one night, almost say that these two words are used as if they were interchangeable. The words are scarcely synonyms. However, envy means disconnected, longing for someone else's advantages. Jealousy means unpleasant suspicion. The in order, um, uh, that's, that's from 1965. There are three different ways in which jealousy can be used. The most common is where the meaning is fearful of losing attention. Another is a broad sense is possessive or protective. Third usage is in the sense of the envious as of another person because of his or her belongings, abilities, or achievements. That's kind of how I think of it, but that you want them. Hmm. As I said. All right. Interesting. I am not, then I, cause I'm not resentful of another person. I'm not, res, I'm not resentful of. Cause that's a dangerous thought, right? Like, like being like, Oh, I was jealous or I want to work towards that. Or I kind of want what they have, but not having any ill will towards that person or not, not thinking that you deserve it over them. Not as bad as you going, 
oh, well, my sister gets all the luck and she doesn't deserve it. She doesn't even work hard and I work hard and I, I deserve what she has. I am. Could be off there. Right. I, I'm not envious or jealous, but I'm very stimulated by the fact that Hiller is, is embarking on, and Gary Roberts are embarking on the California hormones uh, trip. I'm so curious what that's going to be like, what that feels like. Hmm. The mental acuity. Hiller's going to be yoked. <laughs> But but Gary Roberts, man, uh, he just sent uh, Sarah and I a text the other day. He's loving it. He is oh, fucking Sarah. loving it. He's got a good he's got a good TRT regiment going now. He's got a good CrossFit regiment going. Um, he's eating better. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need him back on. You guys are it was that was an awesome show. That was just hilarious. Okay, we'll get him on soon. Yeah, the two of you guys. We have a zillion good guests coming up. Anyway, even if you don't live in the state of California, if you're anywhere in the United States, even that weird state up there called Alaska or even the one over there called Hawaii, you can get on cahormones.com. Get on there. Use the code Sevon. Use the code Hiller. Um, don't use the code word Sousa. And, uh, and you'll get um, – you get the free doctor's consultation. And uh, even if you don't live in California and you can't get the free blood work, they'll give you a prescription or something – for the blood work that then you can use to turn into your insurance company so you get it paid for. I know I, bet I botched that, but check out the website. It's all on there. Sevan, S-E-V-A-N. Hiller, D-O-U-C-H-E. There's our C-A Okay. And consequently, men are envious of those goods in which good name consists and about which men like to be honored and esteemed as a philosopher remarked. I don't know. Oh, this is oh, this is our Bible guy. This guy's cool. Hounds of justice. Even though he fucked that one up. Is it it is in this way that envy grieves for another's goods. Oh. God, hounds of justice. What a motley crew we have in here. That was perfect. Love you guys. That means she's leaving. Fine. Leave. <laughs> Be that way. Well, at least she said bye. Yeah. Yeah. I see what she did. She came in. Treat me like a whore. Throw 50 bucks on me. Get my mouth. Get my <laughs> mouth. Made you jealous. Get my mouth. Holy shit. We're an hour into the show. <laughs> did the UFC just impose age divisions to make the car better? It's God, it could be. Right, Chris? I mean, how old is... Um, how old is... Uh, Ferguson. I know I know Diaz is 37. The seven the seven they wouldn't let me put it in the order. Sorry. Let me put it in oh, the comment. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere, Miss Cox. Okay. Got it. Hello. Yo. Get with the programming. Uh I have not seen this show these guys are doing yet. Oh, the journal show? But I gotta see it. I yeah. gotta see that. Yeah, everybody needs to check that out. Let me pull it up here. I gotta see it. Let he who hath no sin cast the first stone. It's so awesome that they're doing that. Okay, too. what do you want me to say next? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, dance, monkey dance. I, I am, I, I am not on uh, TRT yet, but boy, am I getting thick and strong right now? Whew. I cleaned 110 pounds today. Are you still taking that cream tea and stuff? Were you squat clean? I didn't take it today, but I, I took so I've been taking so much, like almost the recommended dose, and I'm just getting 
thick. I'm Are you still bench thick. pressing too? Sorry, what did you say about your squat clean? Did you just say you got you PR? One ten. You... you know who I All look right. like? You know who I'm starting to feel like? Do you know who Danzig is? No. Glenn Danzig. <laughs> you got. He's singing a song. Mother. Uh, get with the oh, programming yes, today. Today is a twofer on YouTube at 11 a.m. Oh, come on. Stop it. I do two podcasts today. You guys sit the fuck down. <laughs> Look at Craig. Craig Howard at Diablo did it too, or uh, liked it. My oh, goodness. Oh. <laughs> uh, these guys are doing um, podcasts where they're where they are pulling up um, Greg Glassman's original articles mm-hmm. and reviewing them and going over them. It's basically um, the CrossFit Journal for Dummies. It's like what I. It, it's like for those of us who listen to audiobooks, this is what they're doing. You know, ironically, I, those of you who don't know this story, I haven't told it in a long time. That's how I met Matt Souza originally. Oh yeah, Matt came up to me or called me or texted me or something, and he said, "Hey." And he said, hey, I'm going to uh, – what do you think? I'm going to start just reading the old journal articles uh, into a microphone and then posting them as a podcast. And I go, that's brilliant. And he goes, will anyone get me in trouble for that? And I go, if anyone does, just tell them that I, as Sevan Matosian, executive <laughs> media director of CrossFit Inc. extraordinaire, gave me the go-ahead. Yeah, you're like, just, just let me know. I'll take care of it. Yeah. I said, oh, I feel safe. You said – oh. I, I, I did get in a little trouble for one of them. Slap that hoe down. <laughs> Those still get uh, hits every now and then. It pops up like when it gives me like the Buzzsprout uh, numbers, it'll pop up and say like two people downloaded like Luck Health and Fitness or one person downloaded What Is CrossFit. Have you, have you, did you ever listen to any of them? No. Uh, I tried to make it all like at the time when I was thinking like professional. So it plays like this classical music. Like at the start, just like in the background, and then I come on. And I'm like, "Hello, welcome to the CrossFit Journal Audio Edition. I'm your host, Matt, and today we will be reading Luck, Health, and Fitness." Oh, I like Greg that. Glassman in 2002. I like and it. I just like it, it. Like the music comes back up a little bit, then it drops, and it like fades into me reading the article. To the uncommon, uncommonly good virtuosity. <laughs> uh is there going to be a seven podcast meetup? Meet meet. Uh, for the seven podcast meetup, we spell it M E A T <laughs> and it's two words meet up. It's not one word. Okay. Now, you know, <laughs> yes, it'll be happening soon. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we did the, um, my, we did oh, like one of them. Uh, okay. Uh, if it guy, it guy quit, didn't do CF. Wait, if... <laughs> oh shit. And someone breaking news from Morning Chaga. I didn't tell you this yet, Susa. An yeah. IT guy, the, the head of IT is now quitting. I think their chief technical officer quit a few months ago. Now the head of IT is quitting. Wow. What's happening? See, guys, see, guys, at 806, but you're hearing it right here. So I told you the CMO quit, which I'm, I'm getting some uh, interesting news about that. I don't know if it matters whether she quit or got fired, but it, it's – the details are, mutual. are, are mutual. coming out. Yeah, it was mutual. And now I'm hearing that the IT guy quit. IT. Are these all Rosa What's hired? IT stand for? Intelligence Tolerance? International Trickery? Wait, has something uh, – someone tell me what IT stands for. God, we used to have so many IT guys. Fuck, what's it? Mm. Something technology? Internet technology? No. Mm. Someone tell me. Somebody – they'll put it in the comments and they'll know. 
Something technology. Wait, was the person the IT CTO guy? is chief technology officer? Say that again. Yeah. Did the te- the IT guy? Did he was he part of the original CrossFit guys? Like, did he work with you? No, no, no. This, this no, no, no. This guy's not even a fucking CrossFitter. Here's the weird uh, information technology. Thank you, Eric. Um, Here's the weird thing. It would be so. so, For those of you, God, why am I talking about CrossFit again? For those of you who who are CrossFitters, you know that every person that you want you have in your life, you want to be a CrossFitter. You want your dentist to be a CrossFitter. You want your carpenter to be a CrossFitter. You want everyone to be a CrossFitter. And why is that? Because you know, in general, these are people who take personal accountability, personal responsibility. They work hard. They want to make their lives better, and they're for the most part not woke douchebags. They're they're like, and if they are, they're on, they're on the path. They're on the right path. Injected testosterone. Yes. (laughs) And, and, um, and, 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 and they have people there now that don't do CrossFit. And so there's this tension there. You have to realize between the people who do CrossFit and don't, because we don't want to, it's not that we hate you or don't like you or don't, but. We, it doesn't make sense to us to not, if you have access to people who do CrossFit, you want to be around those people. Like they're the kind of people who walk by and see a light bulb out in their house and fix it. It doesn't stay out for six months. Now, no one write in the comment. I've had a light bulb out in my house for six months. Go fuck yourself. But you thought about fixing ruin, it. Yeah. Don't ruin my story. We're different. We're a different breed. We're on the path of making ourselves better and we work on it daily. How's that? That's, that's a pretty humble, accurate assessment. Mm-hmm. And so when you have people there who didn't do CrossFit or who aren't CrossFitters, you just know. You just know. And uh, and there's always going to be that tension there. And you, hey, so Eric. I, I want to tell you something else that's happened uh, that's happened um, in in and at CrossFit for a it's 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 been really hard since 2018. I want to tell you something. Yes. Every every time you bring in a new leader, anytime you change someone on that executive team, like that chick Aaron, or you bring in this guy Don Fall or Rosa, or just anytime this head of IT leaves, there becomes a a, a power. um, Them uh, getting rid of Dave, there becomes a a power vacuum, and everyone who works there stops working. And instead of working, they start trying to prove their value and jockeying for position. It's mm-hmm. really, really fucking disturbing to the growth of the company. And so for four years, there's been basically nothing being done there. If someone doesn't feel super duper crazy secure with their job, because instead they're trying to either prove to, for example, Don or whoever their new boss is. And there's so many fucking new bosses and layers coming and going that you don't even hear about that everyone there, not, not only are they smarter, more knowledgeable and more capable than the vast majority of the bosses because they're people who've been there a long time, but they're trying to prove to the bosses that they're worth keeping. Mm-hmm. And it's a fucked up work environment and it's horrible for productivity and that has been going on there i mean if you know someone who works at crossfit again buy him some flowers send them especially if they're an og just be like dude i'm sorry good job good job staying with the fight i mean they've been at sea a long fucking time getting Mm -hmm. hammered it seems like it's been a bunch of courtships like you were saying because now it's all about office politics right and it almost kind of looks like they take some of these new guys at least from the outside looking in with like don foley and they almost kind of like Foul, fall, 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 Don, foul, F-A-U-L. Sorry for screwing that up. 
Donald. Mr. Call him Donald. That's not Mr. Yeah, Mr. Fall. Mr. Fall. And uh, they're almost like kind of like parading him around a little bit to like show the ropes or to get meshed with the community. Um, and it just seems like they've had to do that time and time again. Like they kind of did it crazy. with Rosa and they kind of crazy. Did it. it just, it's got to be tough being in that office because with the new leader always comes a new shakeup. There's always some new stuff coming in. Old people, you know, get fired or they leave. New people, they bring in their team. And so, like you were saying, there's no way they could be focused on the mission of continuing to protect the brand and build content around anything if they're just focused on office politics the whole time and they have a pe- oh, they have people nuts. there whose jobs require there to be problems whole dei council their job requires there to be problems that guy anything? fucking andrew weinstein his entire job requires there to be problems these are not like the, we never had any of that shit there we had a fucking well-oiled machine you know what someone wrote in the comments the other day Someone just wrote in the comments, have you noticed Sevon had a Hispanic, a black, and a blah, blah, blah dude on? Someone wrote that in the YouTube comments. I never even fucking thought of that. This podcast is super diverse. And, 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 when, and when they wrote it, I said, I guess I need some women on. I was just joking. I don't really give a fuck. But but I'm, I'm, I mean, but, but it would be interesting. To, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm not opposed to having a woman affiliate owner. I do 30 in a row. But I just thought it was funny to say that. But right. holy shit, like, dude, none of when I when I worked at HQ, I bet you forty percent of the people in the office were Hispanic. Why? Because I probably forty percent of fucking California is Hispanic or 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 or, or uh, Santa Cruz, California. A poor man's fucking Adam Carolla. Eat a dick. Hmm. That one stuck. That one he rocked me a little bit with that one. <laughs> that one stuck. That one I had to regurgitate that. Uh, and. There you go, Jay Vera. I have to constantly audition for my job. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to, yeah, like, like you're right. saying, you got to show your worth. You got to prove your worth to the new guy and their new yeah. system of the way yeah, they that, do that, things. Yeah. That's a great and audition. Yeah. And there's no and way you like, can do just your job. Yeah. Just, just fucking let the people fucking grind. Those are all grinders over there, the OG. Those are all people who, who, they're, those are, uh, Greg made apostles. Those mm-hmm. are, those are, those are all apostles. Let them grind. Get out of their way. Let them grind. What year do you I do? I, I, I do. Let me, let me hold that thought. I want to say this too. I saw something that Justin LaFranco posted where he said something about that girl, Aaron, who just got fired uh, from the chief marketing officer or quit or whatever happened to her. I yep. heard him say that she was a really good asset to the company and it's a shame they lost her. Mm. You know how I read that? No. That how? she was in cahoots with him. She's in cahoots with LaFranco and Weinstein and the and the and the uh, E. coli article, and that because I know she didn't do shit when she was there. You can't right. be there a year and not bring up the CrossFit Journal. I mean, there's just so much low hanging fruit, right? And she's well, got to be aware of it. of it. You got to be there's aware no, of it. Yeah, you know what it is there, and though. so she she doesn't know what she's doing. And now that he's complimenting her, I what I see is oh yes, it's just how the fuck would he know her? <laughs> right, right. So what I think happened is these are all people who took a swing at the king. Mm. These are all people who took a swing at the king. And he and they didn't kill him. And he's back, baby. And they didn't kill him. Yeah. They all took a swing at the king. Interesting. He He's a... <laughs> Offer next time you talk to LaFranco, ask him how much uh, morning chalk up is going for. Ask him if it's still for sale. Tell him you saw it on uh, on Craigslist for ten thousand. <laughs> hey, was this your company I came across here? 
Yeah. Hey, I'm, someone I'm will someone do go. that? Will someone just make a post on Craigslist for the morning chocolates for sale so I can put and then I, someone send me a screenshot of it so I can put it on my and maybe it'll be a, a story of the evening wipe down. Yeah, great. I love it. <laughs> Breaking. Breaking news. What what year do you, would you say looking back was the most like well oiled year as far as everybody working and rowing in the same direction, the company going full steam ahead, great positivity within, you know, the office and no politics, stuff like that. There was always, it was, it was I, I don't know, but from 2000, it, it was, it was always, there was always, I mean, I have so many crazy stories, so many fucking intense stories. Maybe someday I'll, I'll, I'll let the book loose, but from 2000, from the second I got there mm-hmm. to 2018, for the most part, um, I kept my head down and and really hit it. Something happened in 2017 and 18 that all our fucking metrics started shifting in a positive. Mm-hmm. Like 2014, there was a lull, even though the company we were we were great. Really, it was just a, a lull, lull, a lull. And then, and what is the metric for the lull? What do you mean by that? Every, every, every uh, k- kind of everything. Um, uh, affil- uh, L1 sales, um, uh, affil- affiliate uh, retention, affiliate signing up. There was just a lull. Our mm-hmm. growth, it started slowing down. Still always growth. Mm-hmm. But our growth started slowing down. And then uh, in 2017, a, a group of us in the media department, along with uh, a lot of vision from Greg, a lot of direction from Dave and Nicole, uh, from Bruce Edwards, uh, it, we we got together and the media team like listened to all of the things that they wanted and we started we started really engaging and activating on them and those things were wad tips wad demos podcast um uh transformational stories uh f- doing what greg called more commercial showing uh, more weight loss stories before and after it was just this giant move in one direction and then basically there's a um Everything started exploding around November, I think, uh, of 2017 to like September of 2018. And we were on a fucking mission, dude. And you could feel it. And OTT was about to launch it. We were crushing it. And then fucking uh, they brought in that fucking douchebag and he fired the media team. Kane? Yeah. And he brought his fucking mistress in and she got my fucking job. I, I don't know if you how many of these – I don't know how much I should tell repeat these stories, but that shit was all fucking crazy. Can you imagine a dude comes in with some chickies fucking? They're both married, and then she gets my job and they fire all my staff. How how long do you, was he in there? By the way, the nothing's changed there. Don't right. think that anything don't think that anything has changed there. What? Like there's still there's even crazy at least at least at least these people who were fucking their way to the top were working hard. Now there's people there <laughs> fucking their way to the top who are not working hard. And let me tell you, fucking is important. Like, there's people who've kept their job there by fucking. Like, intercourse, I'm talking. Penal to vaginal intercourse. How long when before Kane came in, before the media team was hired? Like, was, was there an official announcement like, hey, this is our new CEO? In for sort of action? No, 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 no. It was so weird. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You want to get into it, huh? Yeah, no, bit. no. We didn't operate like that at HQ. We didn't operate that at HQ. It was a fucking gang. New dude comes on the media team. He wants to know where to get a camera. Like, we, baby, you just had to be hazed. You had to be figured out. You had to work out with some people. You had to be, make friends, mm-hmm. alliances. Mm-hmm. Did he have one-on-one meetings? Show, show us what you had. Make something with your fucking iPhone. Prove to us that you can work as hard as us. Don't be a – when fucking someone calls you a bitch in the gym, fucking take it like a fucking champ. It was, it was cool. It was cool. And let me tell you, the, no one was immune to that. 
I mean, I didn't hear anyone ever called Dave a bitch, but like the rest of us <laughs> were fucking, you were. Dude, I wanted to work there so bad. It was fucking thug life. It was gangster. And if you didn't work hard, like, dude, there were people there who slept there. That guy, Jay Vera, probably still sleeps there occasionally. Actually, they don't even have the place anymore. Eric Diaz, Jay Vera, Ian Wittenberg, Heber, Marsden. Everyone had fucking spent the night there on occasion. Not more than on occasion. Mm-hmm. Adam, Adam, whatever. Not they because intrinsic- they had to, because they were fucking working. Well, they're intrinsically motivated. You can't, yeah. you know, Apostles. it's hard to replace Apostles. people like that. Exactly. Yeah. And so when Apostles. you bring in a lot of these uh, tech CEOs like they were doing and they don't know how to look at the business model and they don't know the, you know, they call it a product and they're not really sure how to sell that product. And once they apply their, you know, business as usual systems to it and they go, oh shit, this isn't working. <laughs> and then on top of that, the community is very vocal and it's, it's hard to break into. Yes. It, well, I never smelled Budusi there. I never, <clears throat> I never smelled Budusi there. I do, I do, I did hear some stories about some people fucking in the gym and getting caught and some things like that. But, but I, I actually never, I never fucked anyone there or touched anyone inappropriately or kissed or I maybe kissed my wife if she, because she worked there too. I, I so never sad. like touched your boobs there or nothing on the property or nothing. <laughs> I probably slapped her ass. I probably slapped a bunch of dudes' asses too. <laughs> Because I got sold, I was so bummed because one of my favorite things was when I go out there to those DDCs and you're like in CrossFit HQ. It just like the feeling there and the vibe. And by the way, everybody on staff was crazy nice the whole time. Yeah, people are cool as shit. Yeah. Especially the old school people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You never explain why Greg let that happen. Ooh. (sighs) Melissa really wants to get into it. I wasn't pulling those ones. I'm not. uh, It's something I need to drink maybe like in a year or two i'll drink and come on a show but i i there was some tension there in 2018 towards the end and there's some definitely some tension between uh what you might call the executive team and greg and i do not know why greg the exact reason why greg brought this fucking do you think he felt he was losing horrible human being and his mistress to come work at the company I I don't. And what's crazy is that dude used to be like a really good friend of mine, and so did that. So did that lady. And soon as they got their fucking claws in Greg, it was over. Hmm. And uh, um, yeah, I I, I I they could spin the narrative that things were bad or that there was too much money being spent. I hear all sorts of shit, but I had access to everything. I had access to like all the accounting and I could see it all. And he, uh, let, I'll, I'll tell you this. Let me mm-hmm. tell you this. Here we go. Yeah. 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 That dude that they brought on as the CEO, if they wouldn't have brought him on and I, t- and I told Greg this, I said, Hey, get rid of this dude and his fucking entourage. And we can make the most amazing, beautiful transformational story every five days and put it on fucking YouTube a 10 to 15 minute video that could be cut up into an Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We could enter them in film festivals. They'll be amazing. Mm, mm-hmm. Transformational stories of just fucking pick your worst situation. We'll take that person and heal them and they go to an L1 and and we'll be just shitting those things out. Yep. People going to affiliates. It would be, we would, and within a year we'd be fucking owning YouTube. When I mean, we were already owning YouTube. Yep. We could be yep. killing these. And the value it will add will be fucking mind-boggling. Some of our sales was guy, and that because I knew I knew that because that's the process we were already on. And I pitched to Greg and that guy. 
um, the, the CEO at the time. And I brought in the people from Gravitas who had the, the um, idea mm-hmm. with me to put the journal on all the OTTs. I set up meetings. They, they saw everything. They chose that path. I mean, they chose to turn off social media hmm. with, with no plan B. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I personally they did that. They were trying to push people to their website. And I was like, this is a bold move. And like own the platform. I are, are you friends with Andy Stump? If I am, if I am friends with Andy Stump, our friendship is in a bad spot. I would say that. Uh, Greg's ego got in the way at the end, or it sounds like it to me. Um, I was it an ego? Was it was he displeased with the direction that it seemed to be going long term? I I never looked at it like that. Like his ego, I he had a dude. He is a fucking amazing visionary. Like that's the best thing about being his friend, and I still get to talk to him every day. You can give him anything. Like Greg, talk to me about pizza, and he'll talk to you. Start talking about the virtuosity of making pizza and what would be the best <laughs> pizza restaurant, and and why, and and like fucking just diamonds are pouring off of him. And then he can also kind of, he can look into the future. So he can he can pred- he has a, a mind that um he, he thinks so clearly that he can predict things so clearly. He can see so clearly, and uh, I and so he could see things. I, this I, okay, I'll give you this insight, Greg. I think Greg could see so clearly into the future that I think he got annoyed with the rest of us because he always had to be explaining himself and kind like of like defending his position. Up. Yes, and it <clears throat> must be fucking exhausting. At some point, he probably just want, yeah, predictive power, Jay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at some point, <laughs> um. It, We've all been around people like that, like where we can see a few steps ahead of them and we're mm-hmm. and they're in our lives and we're exhausted and bring always just they always it almost feels like they're an anchor. They're arguing our weaknesses for us. And it's like, dude, motherfucker. So sometimes you just want to be like, dude, go do that. Or he great. Greg didn't even tell you that he would tell you his vision and then you would just need to know how to execute. Like on Snoop Dogg it. said, yeah, get in where you fit in. He wasn't mm-hmm. a. um there was a middle – he would do some micromanaging on the, on the in the minutia, like to work out some of the details, but he yep. was super big picture or super focused. He didn't hang out in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't give a fuck. That's why it's so ridiculous. The middle's like where all that dumb DEI shit is. I mean the dumbest of the dumb shit hangs out in the middle. Uh, we needed two women and three men working on this project, and they need to take Saturdays and Sundays off, and it needs to be shooting on film emulsion that was that is uh, friendly to nature, and that I mean, it's just shut the fuck up. Bureaucratic. We're saving fucking humans here. You know what I always We're hope saving that- lives here, and you're and you and you're worried about um what what detergent the the stretchers were fucking washed with. <laughs> Dipshit. I was always hoping because like you could see it with the DDC and the MDL one. And at first, I, I I was wondering if he was going to start getting into saving the medical data and and starting to like push the affiliates to collect some certain numbers or something like that. Because as long as it doesn't pass through a medical institution and it's given up by the person um, willfully, it, it's, there's no HIPAA law that applies to it in the same way. So he could he could have been starting this massive like um, just collection of different data on people's health and then include that in your transformational videos and then just start the whole entire mining of all that health data out of the affiliates, out of the L1s and different ways to plug it in and then show what's actually happening 
with their metabolic health as they go through the transformation. So then you have a twofold. You have the story, you have kind of those uh, quanti- uh, qualitative qualities, like their life is better. You know, you can't put a metric on that, but you could see if they're closer, better, they're more confident, you know, whatever. They're, you know, attracting better people in their lives. And then you would also have the the quantitative, the stuff that you could actually measure and then see on paper. So those are the kind of things I can't remember if we we did those maybe in killing the fat man we did a little bit of that but those are the kind of things that if you would have been a creative at CrossFit Inc you could have done that so yeah. you would have come to me and been like hey Seven I got this fat guy at my gym that I work out with and he's gonna lose weight and I'm gonna do all of his blood work and take all of his metrics and weigh him and do blah 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 what's that thing you have people stand on the firefighters the in body scanner the in body scan you could do all that with him and you could create. We, everyone was trusted to do their own shit and you could create that piece and then come back a month later and be like, here's my shit. Or three months later, you'd have like maybe five projects going simultaneously. And after six months, you'd turn that one in and you'd be like, yeah. Yeah. And then an insurance company could find out about it. That's where, that's where the big money's made. Cause now you have the predictive value and if you had some uh, health insurance along with it, you know that CrossFitters are going to cost way less and you wouldn't have to subsidize everybody else's chronic disease costs, which uh, is body Jeff, down our health care. Jeff Bako um, is going to Disney Plus to fucking jerk <laughs> off on little kids. You're disgusting, I, Jeff. I can't tell disgusting. If, he, if he puts those comments like just to, just to get a You're rise, disgusting. you know? disgusting. You go give that money to Disney, Jeff. Surprise, surprise. Like he's Jeff's I'm kind of a shocked. Wordsmith. I'm shocked that you support Disney. Oh my goodness. See? How are your beta blockers coming, Jeff? <laughs> oh man. It's funny. Can't tell if he, he was serious about that or not. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Uh I'll be probably at 9 30. You'll be at the jujitsu tournament. How nervous do you get with the watching the boys? Like, do you get super nervous? I'm so uncomfortable right now. Jason Cook, I'm so out of touch. Is there a cheat sheet of the ownership of CrossFit right now? I think that might be the owner of CrossFit Potrero Hill. He might be a brown belt or black belt in jiu-jitsu. If it's the Jason Cook, I know. I didn't recognize the photo. Um, no, no one knows who owns CrossFit. Um, Mystery. Tomorrow, I, I'll be – I'm really um, – like, are you nervous now about it? If you think about yeah, it, yeah, I'm, I'm totally unsettled. Up a little bit, yeah, yeah, I'm totally unsettled. I just want it to be over and take the kids to like get a treat afterwards. Yeah, like, I'm just so. Do you I get mean, tribal when you're in there? Pardon me. Do you get because like so? I used to go to like CrossFit competitions with like the gym or like a couple of people be competing in a pairs thing or just locally, right? And whenever we were there, it was always all love. The community was awesome. Then the second the heat would start, you were like, those are my fucking Pete. And you're like yelling, you know, and you're like having them go against the other competitors. And you almost turn into that tribal mentality. Like it's my crew here versus everybody. Then once the heat was over, you went back to like high-fiving and being everybody's, you know, best of friends. It's weird because you like, it's it's a weird scene. The, the most memorable thing I the, I mean, there's a couple of memorable things, but the most memorable I had is Avi had to go against this kid one time, to, and uh, it was in it was a no gi, and he was and he was clearly smaller than Avi, and the and and Avi's so calm when he walks out there. He's probably shitting his pants inside, but he's so calm and mellow, and he gets in his fighting stance. And the other kid, the dad's yelling at the other kid, and the other kid's like. <laughs> Oh, shit. And he's doing all that. And he's the kid's six. That's intense. And he's like, and he's like, like they're going to fight. 
and they say go and Avi basically just holds this kid inside control and fucking in spinning around on him and just it just Dominating. just yeah drowning him and but being nice but drowning him and uh and it was uh, however long it is just three minutes of just and the kids keeping that act up the whole time right yeah the act exactly and uh after a minute of avi holding him i started feeling bad for the other kid like you know what I mean? The first minute I'm like, yeah, mash this fucking kid in his asshole yeah. bad. And then after that, I'm like, I don't like this. Uh, I don't I I don't know what Avi's having to go through. But like you think I, that Avi was uncomfortable with like Yeah, him? he doesn't like he didn't want to hurt nobody. Yeah. Avi's a teacher. Yeah, he don't want to hurt nobody. Yeah, that kid's that kid's got the heart of a teacher. Like he'll fucking I mean, he mashes like he wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He mashes like he'll like I like he'll he'll fight all three minutes if someone's fighting back. Yeah, he's choked me. He's <laughs> he's strong. But like, he oh, didn't want to. Um, I was like, oh shit, get off me. Uh, yeah, drown. Yeah, that's basically what it was. And the thing is, too, with yeah. this is it's not like the kid. The dad didn't even like. Like people have walked up to us and at the gym and or at, at jujitsu tournament, and they're just little kids that don't do anything, and they're like all like all the kids show up there with like fucking mohawks, and fucking like you know what I mean, like like they're ready for war, and my kids are fucking wearing fucking girls' leggings, and people be like, dude, your kids are killers, and they look they look like I mean they look like the fucking uh like a boy band. <laughs> And they, so they, they kind of, the other parents kind of have no idea what they're going up against either of the kids. Like, yeah. Underestimated hey, for sure. Yeah. He's, he's a for lot. Sure. He's, he's a fucking handful. And they, they don't look as strong, especially Avi. Cause obviously being the only one, they don't look nearly as strong as you, as they are. Right. It's very under, under assuming, you know? Yeah. So the parents have no idea. Like, yeah. Holy fuck. You know, this kid does fucking a hundred burpees in four forty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like at a moment's notice. So, crazy. yeah, Hanson. Yeah, that's what they fucking look like, like those boneheads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we didn't get through shit. But yeah, sorry. I feel like sometimes I derail it too. I apologize. I don't know. <laughs> like we you started didn't, getting you didn't just, derail it. You started getting some of the CrossFit stuff, and I just I enjoy like learning about it because it was just <laughs> I was so much of an outsider looking in like. 2009 2008 to like when facebook started to reach its popularity and a lot of people minds were like big in facebook like i was like crossfit main site 5 p.m the workout hits i'm watching the wad demo i'm reading what was ever on the journal that day like i just i i just absorbed it all like that was god do you remember that shit when we used to all be refreshing our computers at 5 p.m right at five yeah every time oh so we got through some stuff we got through the um let's play what's What's this 327 Chinese high school? Let me get down there. Hold on. Chinese high school. The P. <sighs> okay, let's share this one and then you can Chinese high school. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. Sound? So these are high school kids in China. Do we, do we want sound for this? Uh, sure. Maybe for a few seconds. Unless it's like some song that's going to get it banned. Look at this. Those are girls with knives. Stabbing other girls in the neck. 
Like, are you kidding me? That's high school in Japan? All right, no sound, no sound. That is not what the kids were doing in, in, in my high school. Uh, That's intense. Yeah. Don't mess with the Chinese. Oh, they're helping off the wounded. Not okay. He's a uh, okay, 326. White House logic. Screw it. We'll do some. White House logic. This should be funny. God, I hope this is funny. <laughs> I was a Chinese high school, Will Plummer. I really believe... Oh, this is crazy. This is... I really believe this is why God gave us two arms. One for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID no, shot. that's not a real quote. That can't yes, be yes. a real quote. I heard him say it. I heard him say it. I heard him say it. Oh. That's what I mean. And that, uh, like, uh, what's crazy is the left doesn't even believe in God. Uh. And yet, I, I don't you see that as a red flag? Those of you who got the vaccine, aren't you like, wait a minute, that that doesn't is that is that science? Mm. Uh. Yes, that is science, Sevon. Obviously, there's two arms, right? And there's two shots. Don't be a dumbass. Believe. Just believe. It, it is a real quote. I'm telling you, that is a real quote. You there, I, I thought I there's a video of him saying it. It is it is nuts. And I'm so disappointed too because my um I, I respect Indian people so much. And 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 I guess there are some even some dumb Indian people. Or packies or whatever he is, but toe the party line, baby. Toe the party line. Uh three twenty-five. Oppressed people drawing. Man, we're on a roll now. We're killing it. Yes, yes. They're preparing for war and we are arguing gender pronouns. Yeah, that's the same thing we're, I was we're, thinking. We're playing with our imaginary friends and they are uh teaching their kids how to handle rifles. Three twenty-five, oppressed people drawing. This one's kind of old. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is so good. So this is an old show called Kids in the Hall, and uh, it starts off and the screen says uh, Fat, Black, and Gay. I think that's the name of the piece. Okay. Action. Oh, we need sound probably. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to be sketching the female nude today. Just focus on on, on lines and shadow and form, okay? Excuse me, Mr. Dwyer, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I took this class to learn how to sketch. Not to ogle some poor yeah, female yeah. nude. We're going to use economic repression to once again exploit a woman's body. That poor woman child is just another victim of the patriarchy. I am? Hate crime. Hate crime. Not only that, it is also a racist construct. This woman represents the same white image of beauty that has oppressed women for centuries. There are the nude models of color. The people of girth. The handicapped, The elderly. The queer, naked, fat, black, crippled dykes are hard to find. I'm sorry I said that. I, I apologize. You, you white male, stop trying to co-op my black anger. I'm just trying to understand your black anger. Show it to me again. Shut up. Thank you. I understand now. <laughs> That's real life for some people. Yeah. That's real life for like that chick Trish who fucking runs HR at HQ. Like that. The, she needs that. 
There's a whole section of employees at CrossFit HQ who need that for their jobs to exist. That's our White House right now. That's how they're leveraging shit. They need that. Yeah. Not to be a smart ass, but did they... I hear something weird. Are you underwater? No. Hold on. I'm muting your ass. Yep, it's you. Slightly better. Okay, go on. Yes, yeah, not to be a smart ass. What? Oh god. Fat. No. What did? What did they say? No. What did he say? It's hard finding f- fat, dyke, queer, black, nude model. What did he say? <laughs> yeah, Fuck, yeah. That was so good. No, I was oh, asking what if what have the what has the DEI council for CrossFit done? And I don't mean that in like a like I'm legitimately asking the question. Nothing. Well, first they're a fall guy. They were a fall guy for Rosa. None of those. None of those. So, in all fairness to those people, the DEI council, they are a, they are a prop and a fall guy for to to point at. So, like if someone said, um, "How come there's no black guys at the games this year?" I don't know if there were any. I, I don't know if is Guy a black guy. I don't know. Um, uh, then then they would say, or maybe Keelan Henry. He's gonna be on my show. I'll ask him if he's black. But someone would say. Uh, that's a DEI council's fault or we have a DEI council. They're working on it. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, or okay. you know what I mean? They, it's their, they're the just a prop. They, yeah, they, they're not happens. really going to do anything. They're okay. going to hire. They're going to like. I was wondering, and I didn't mean that in like a bad sense. Well, like it was just a legitimate question. Like, they allow for dumb shit to happen. Also like bad thought, like, like CrossFit Inc spent money making content that showed that 13 of the 17 people who work on the games media team are women. Hmm. Like, that is a fucking waste of fucking money. You are a health and fitness company that should have used that money to show how women could get hit, fit and healthy. Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering how not, they not, value. Not, not, not sucking your own dick publicly. <laughs> or, or Sorry, they're women. Whatever women do publicly. I don't know what you guys do. I don't know what the good metaphor for that is. <laughs> oh, my God. They're so bad. It's so embarrassing. Greg would have... Greg would have never allowed that. Doesn't seem to be you that you have you have to know. Um, uh, Hiller said something so fucking brilliant in a video I watched of his a couple days ago. I wa- sorry, I watched the video today, but it's a video from a couple days ago. And mm-hmm. this is the idea: those of you like me who are upset at the fact that he fucking made that Tia to me video and called out Tia for doing roids. I'm like, you dude, you're an asshole. Why are you doing that? It's yeah, not cool. Yeah. How come I didn't get upset when he when he um uh uh said that um uh, Justin Medeiros is um uh um Maddie. Maddie. That's the trick that's being played on people. The uh, the thing is, I should have been upset that he was calling people out. Period. If you're okay with him saying Medeiros is natural, then you have to be okay with him calling Tia out. You can't have it both ways. Because the concept and the idea is that he's going to assess people. So only when you agree, you agree with he's okay with assessing people. But if he assesses them as being bad, then that's what the left and you get upset with him. That's right. the woke. Thing. Right. I was it's, perfectly okay with fucking him, him uh, um, doing it to uh, Justin. Right. That's wo- I, I, I became a victim of woke thought. I was woke for a second. I wasn't seeing clearly. I was like in my feelings. You can't have it fucking both ways. So since they made a video showing that 13 of the 17 are women and they celebrate, you have to also be okay when they make a video that that the other four are skinheads. You have to because 
that that's that level of consciousness that does that. Mm-hmm. That's that level of consciousness that does that. That lives at that idea of discrimination, prejudice, racism, homophobia, and it's perpetuated. Even if you think it's benign because it fits in your scope, it doesn't. It's that level of consciousness. That's why that guy, Jiggy Josh, who called me out the other day on YouTube or something, he's like, I can't believe Sevon's so fucking brilliant, smart, wise, good looking, huge cock, whatever. <laughs> he went on and on. Uh, but he still hasn't figured out that there's only one race. Uh, I was like, damn, motherfucker, fuck me up. <laughs> And that's the thing. There's levels of consciousness, levels to the shit. You, you know, idea, concept, theory, truth. There's, there's, there's. Go fucking watch your Disney shit. <laughs> like he can't even leave. You're. Fu- I'm gonna leave. He's like that kid who can't leave. No, you're not. You're gonna keep drinking from this dick, Jeff. Not levels to woke. There's just le- – well, I don't know. Maybe there is. Eh. But I'm just showing I'm, – I'm, I'm trying to illustrate for you an idea that th- that idea of like celebrating individualized women in the name of ce- celebrating individualized er, women as being something special, that's a level of consciousness. Well, now, now you have to accept celebrating everything, white people, frogs, skinheads. What you are you are perpetuating? Well, seven. What about the millions and millions of years of discrimination towards women? It doesn't matter. Do you want to end it or not? I'm not saying to not. I'm not not saying not to acknowledge it or remember it, but you're feeding it. But you're feeding it. You didn't start watching shit. <laughs> oh, your battle, your ongoing battle with Jeff. I thought we got off 15 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> hand, uh, handstand walk competition with the fan. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Let's go to 319. It's kind of scary because uh, there's no notes, so you don't even know. Going in blind. What? Going Going in blind. Yeah, sort of. No, no. Okay, okay. This is gonna be good. I guess you see it first, so you could be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Oh, we already did this. We already did this. This is the lady. Yeah. This lady's like, she changes the word from pedophile to just like, to, to she, she's saying that pedophilia is okay. Just don't call it pedophilia. Call it adults being attracted to kids. It's oh fuck that shit, crazy shit. That's weird. Um, 318 men. Wow, we're on a roll now. Do you have to go anywhere? Um, in a few minutes. Okay. Not, not, not necessarily go anywhere. We just, I have to make a call. Not Business like- call? Oh, this is so good, people. My goodness, this is so good. We need volume for this. Listen to this. Hey, you women, listen up. Listen up, women. This perfect timing. Okay to be a man. It's not okay. It's necessary. What the hell are we going to do without men? You look around the city here, you see all these buildings go up. These men, they're doing impossible things. They're under the streets, working on the sewers. They're up on the power lines in the storms and the, and the rain. They're keeping this impossible infrastructure functioning. This thing that works in a miraculous manner. They work themselves to death 
And often, literally, the gratitude for that is sorely lacking, especially among the people who should be most grateful. You see university professors, especially of the social justice bent, they take everything they have for granted, failing to understand entirely that there's a massive infrastructure of unbelievably hardworking, solidly laboring, working-class men breaking themselves in half on a regular basis, making sure that everything that always breaks works. It's okay to be a man. And Kermit the Frog has spoken. <laughs> God. I felt my tear ducts turn on. Felt my tear ducts, tear ducts turn on. Interesting. I thought about crying a little bit. I don't even care, by the way. Like, who cares? Like, do you get it? But the point is, it's just a pushback on just the idiocy out there. Right. It's like, it's like I, I, I'm finally getting it at 50. There's a whole, there was, there was, the my parents' generation, for sure, and part of my generation, there was this complete derogatory beatdown of women in the name of elevating women. Mm. Meaning, those of you who who raised kids and did the hardest and most most important thing on planet Earth were devalued by elevating women who didn't do it, who became professors, who became politicians. They did everything except the job they were created to do, and that job was diminished under the bullshit guise that to be an independent woman – you had to go out and go to college, become a PhD, and work 50 hours a week. Let me tell you something. My wife is living the fucking dream. 39, she had three fucking kids. She's raising them, and she's a mother. Not put her against any fucking bitch who went to fucking Harvard with a PhD. <laughs> Her value to fucking humanity. No, no woman I will meet will contribute what my wife has contributed. When my wife is fucking buried and put in the ground. Nobody. And it's and it's fucked up. It's fucked up that that happened. And I know that there's a lot of men out there who also know that they're with that same woman. And it's crazy that it fucking got this far out of fucking control. Have you seen that? And, 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 and that's and that's my point. And let these fucking men do this shit too. Let these men do this shit too. I don't want my wife fucking um, working in a fucking sewage treatment center. I'm okay if she does, but I would rather she be raising my boys. Sorry, say say uh, sorry, Mister Souza. No, I was just going to say that the um, – actually, very well said on your part. But I was just going to say, have you seen that woman that was um, taken during a morning jog, like a 4 a.m. morning oh, jog? Oh, my God. I did see that. It's heartbreaking, right? But I've been seeing a bunch of these things on <clears throat> line that came afterwards that was like – explained the situation and said, we need men to be better. Men need to be better. And I was thinking to myself like – the blanket statement like that is so divisive. What do you mean men need to be better? You're talking about a couple fucking psychos that drove around and found women to, to do psychotic shit to them. And I'm thinking about it because I've been in situations where I saw a woman being, a, a being not attacked, but verbally attacked and a, a situation was escalating. And I was thinking, 
I would put myself in harm's way to just make sure that that situation was resolved. So that way the woman wasn't stuck there because I'm thinking that could be my mom. That could be yes. my wife. Yes. So I'm going to come in and I'm going to protect. I'm going to stop that situation. And so there's way when you, when they do stuff like this, meaning they, especially like a lot of the feminist groups that come out when things like this happen and try to point at men as like men need to do better as a totality. It's like, don't you realize too, that like, you're also speaking to a ton of the protectors. Like it should be our job. And when you raise boys, like, like how you have there, you're raising them to protect. So although there are going to be fucking psychos, there are always going to be psychos that are in. If you allow men to be masculine and be protectors and, and watch out for our women, for all of the women, then that's going to be our biggest defense against the, the one-off fucking creepers. And when you start to categorize all of us like that and say men need to be better, I would never fucking dream of sticking somebody in the trunk of my car. But you best believe if I'm out on a jog and I see a woman being attacked by there, I'm going to speed the fuck up and put myself in harm's way and make sure that she gets home safely with everything I can do. And so those are the type of men that we need to be uplifting and not just trying to just go over this whole entire blanket statement with it. It's, it just drives me nuts. And some of the times too, and the the comments that really like trigger me about the stuff with the podcast is when people throw around the word misogynistic podcast is okay, but he's makes misogynistic comments. Like fuck you. Who else has had people come on here and athletes come on here and talk about their contraception and allow them to talk about motherhood and how they're still competitive and just going through those experiences and asking some of those questions where a lot of the women that watch the show are going, Holy crap. I would have never, uh, you know, I'm so glad I got that information because I was experiencing the same things that I didn't really even know who to talk to about it. Right. So it's just like, but if he is misogynistic to me, I'm gonna stand up to him. I'm gonna tell him. And that's the thing. It's like, well, then fucking, <laughs> then fucking point out the issue that's happening. Don't just put some random blanket statement like that and put that label on you. And we're over here doing a better job at highlighting some of those things than even any other podcasters in the space because they're too afraid to touch it. Because of any other podcast, period. Period. Damn it. Damn right. Speaking of periods. <sighs> Anyhow, that stuff just bothered me a lot when I saw those because I was thinking if it's up to me and I'm at the grocery store and I see some shit like that, it ain't. You ain't letting it fly. It ain't going down. My wife is a dentist, started on practice, sold, and she's the greatest wife and mother to my two beautiful daughters. Word, I believe it. I believe it. Oh, yeah, here's Suze's mansplaining again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What a great word. What a fucking (laughs) nasty word, mansplaining. God. That's all we get to. The the social justice people are fucking, they got all the good shit. Crazy. Uh, Saudi ambassador dies. You guys want to see that real quick? 317. This is just a dude. Just probably took the injection and just dies just talking. It's not funny, but what a... I, there's just so many videos like this now out. Yeah, it's scary. Slow clap, Sousa. Okay, here we go. That's too zoomed. Okay, let me move myself along. Hey, you can zoom in. Zoom, zoom in all you want. Zoom in. Let's see if it's a, a real man or a woman in that, in that garb. <laughs> Bye-bye. I could go on, but I'm 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 leaving the story. Right. Okay, uh um three sixteen, Black Lives Matter. So when I first started seeing Black Lives Matter signs um around town, I thought I thought that it was a movement of of 
melanated people speaking to melanated people because all the statistics I always heard were just like in Chicago, 96 percent of the people uh, killed were black on black crime. And I always heard that, you know, 51 percent of all the murders committed in the United States were people with melanated skin and they had penises. And that that's six percent of the population. And, and and I would just hear all of these statistics that were around people with melanated skin. Black people. And so um, when I saw the Black Lives Matter sign, I thought it was like some sort of movement like that. It pro- I just in my imagination, I'd created this. It's some sort of movement started by like a giant black church somewhere to say, hey, black people, black people matter. And like we need to treat each other better. I swear to God, for years, that's what I fucking thought it was. I had no idea. And I'll, I want to say something else real quick. I want to bring up a stat. I'm going to look up a stat real quick. This is to tie into what Susan was saying. How many um, uh, how many rapes per year? I'm going to look at how many rapes per year there are. Okay, on average, there are 463,000 rape and sexual assaults each year. Wow. That's for, that's for 12 and that's for, uh, that's for 12 and older. 90% of rapes and sexual assaults are perpetuated by – okay, let, let's just look at that. And sorry, bear with me here. I don't mean to, to hate on um, men at all. I apologize for this in advance. Let's assume 460,000 of those 463 – are men that's one in every 600 people in the united states about you get that so when i tell you that uh that um uh 460,000 people are raped and they're in the united states every year and they're women, according to just this stat. I, I don't even know if it's true. That's one in every 600 people. And since, let's say, half the population is women, that's one in every 300 women is sexually assaulted every year. Okay? And let's assume that it's happening all by men. And let's say let's say that it's happening by uh, each man gets two women, assaults two women every year. So now we're at uh, – 460, 240. There's 240,000 men in the United States who are sexually assaulting women, let's say. 12 fucking unarmed black men fucking died, and we burnt down this whole fucking country. Some of the largest cities in this country, we started fires all over this fucking country, killed tons of people, fucking hated on the cops, turned the whole fucking country upside down for two fucking years because 12 unarmed black men were killed by cops? And yet, men as a whole, 240,000 of us roaming this country are sexually assaulting women. Two a year. We need another movement. It's a a complete – it's just a – once you start contextualizing stuff and thinking about it, the whole thing is just a fucking joke. Mm -hmm. It's a fucking – we live with fucking idiots. Thank you, Jeremy. Partially melanated yourself because of your last name, Garcia. Melanated. You're only partially melanated. It's a fucking mess. Okay, sorry to go on there. Okay, let's listen to this guy. Uh, and, and so so when Black Lives Matter started, I assume, hey, uh, n- no white people I know fucking hate black people. None. I'm not saying there's not millions of them. I'm just saying none I know. Just me, simple little old me. So I assumed it's like black people talking to black people. I don't know any. Okay, go on. I'm mad when I said I don't support Black Lives Matter because who they matter to? We kill each other all day. We talk about each other all day. 
You know who talk about me the most on the internet? Niggas. Niggas. You know what's worse than a nigga? Two of them. Make you don't want to be a nigga. Yeah, man, it don't be no, it don't be nobody else talking about me. It be niggas, my own people that look like me. Talk about me like a dog. Kick me when I'm down. Can't wait. <laughs> look, look, look at Gates. Went to jail. They celebrated. Clapped their hands. It was happy. I don't look at color and see race no more. I see real and fake. That's it. I don't like they got mad when I said I don't support Black Lives Matter. I don't I don't tolerate anyone. I don't I don't I don't I can't think I can't think of anyone any one of my friends being racist, but if I did, I wouldn't tolerate it. I would say something to them. Hey, don't talk like that in front of me. Hey, do you really think that? I don't like it. I met I met a uh, a guy came to buy a motorcycle from me a few years ago, two years ago, and uh, he tried to he 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 said to me he gave, he offered me a lower price than he said he was going to come pay for it. It was a Kawasaki, a Ninja One Thousand RR. The fuck are those things called? It was crazy fucking motorcycle, crazy. I got it. I'd never ridden a motorcycle like that. And, and Greg got two of them, one for me and one for him. And we fucking jumped on him at five in the morning and fucking flew down to fucking Santa Barbara. Can you imagine me fucking and Greg Glassman on these fucking crazy fucking bikes? That'd be a sight to see. And this fucking guy, I'm selling the bike. And this fucking guy says, because I got fired and I need to pay my mortgage. I'm selling the bike. And this fucking guy says to me, are you trying to Jew me? <laughs> I said, no, I, I'm actually, are you referring to like, I'm trying to like swindle money out of you? Is that like, is that, am I, are you got from the urban dictionary, Jude? Look up Jude in the urban dictionary. Will you real quick? I want to see what the fuck that means. Oh my goodness. Jeff, take a drink off these nuts. Hey, on the way down, we drove down these Kawasaki's, these RRs. Those of you know, mo- yeah, Jude. When you get screwed on something, usually because the seller's being a cheap ass. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jude. He said that to me, and I came in the house like he's still out there. And I came in the house, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I, I look at two. I got three Jew boys. <laughs> this motherfucker just said Jude to me. <laughs> look at the. Uh, they use your favorite chip as their. Uh, Damn fool, these Doritos got no seasoning on them. I don't even get that. What's that guy? Oh, you got Jude. Wow. I don't know if that, that's not really, that's a horrible example. Holy shit, that's terrible. How about this bag's 50% air? You know, like when a bag of chips like that? He's like, Damn, you got Jude. That's like probably better. That's, that's that company's run by Jews. You got something like that. Oh yeah. shit! But but like I can't think of it. Like oh, I don't shit. hear anyone. Uh, I don't know where it, like how it is in the rest of the world, but in California, you, the last thing you want to be accused of is being racist, and that's why. It, I mean, you really, really, really don't. Right. You'd rather be like, uh, it, the, and then then pedophilia is after that. But it, all, everything else is better. Hey, I heard you got arrested for jacking off in public. Uh huh. But I'm not a racist. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah, be a disgrace yeah. to your family. Yeah. He's <laughs> just you a some, public you have jerk some, off. You have or... some cum on your neck. Oh. Oh. Yeah, but I'm not racist. I was just down in my local elementary school educating. I mean, <clears throat> I want to go on a bike. I don't do that motorcycle shit no more. 
We drove down there, and Greg's like, "Hey, we're not going to speed on the way down." And the, the whole way we went down, like probably seventy or eighty. And the and and the next morning, and I'd never ridden one of those bikes. Next morning, we got on those bikes and we fucking flew back home. It was crazy. It was pretty fun. I, th- I think that was the fastest. One. I think I went at least one thirty a couple times. Yeah, I mean, in, in sixty, you can just you can go or in second gear, you can go hundred. Mm-hmm. Like it's like just nothing. It was a six speed. I rode a street bike one time and that was good enough for me. I got cocky and started like driving faster and then accidentally downshifted instead of upshifted. And the only reason I didn't fly over the handlebars is because when the bike like pitched as it <laughs> slowed down, I yeah. just happened to grab the clutch when I gripped the handlebar. And so it just rolled. Oh, you're I just, lucky. I just coasted it back. And I was in I was in a pair of vans with no socks, a pair of shorts on, and like a tank top with a helmet. Kawasaki 1000 RR. I'm gonna look at a picture. Jacked. Mine was just a Ninja 250. So <laughs> this thing was nuts. Oh, ZX ZX RR. That I think that's what it. Oh no, maybe that's not it. I wonder if we're still. So oh, here this. here it is. Maybe here it is. Maybe. Oh, oh, mine wasn't green though. Had carbon fiber rims. It was so sick. Um, when I told someone that I did that. They told me that bike's not meant to go fucking 300 miles. You're not supposed to sit on that bike and go 300 miles. You're supposed to take that bike to the track. <laughs> it's like, oh. Oh, well, we took it to Santa Barbara. I dropped that bike once. Mm. I forgot, like, my gloves at home or something. I did a U-turn in my street, and it and I just went too slow, and it just... Tipped over on you? <laughs> oh, shit. Could you get it up by yourself? Could you get yeah, it that, it, that bike's so light. Oh, okay. That like, bike is so light. Yeah. There was a there was a uh, guy who used to work at CrossFit named Jimmy Letchford. He was a badass, and uh, he told me a story about being on a motorcycle and going underneath a truck. I think I met him a semi. And there's people like you who would tell you that story and you wouldn't believe it, but that's how how badass this dude is. Like you knew it was true. Like he drove underneath it, underneath a semi, like on a freeway. No, to to change lanes, went under a fucking semi on a motorcycle. Let's see what a lifted semi. Jeez, that is. I don't know if the risk is worth it. There. No, 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 no. I and, and he had a couple of stories like that, and then he then he stopped. Mm. Uh, you guys want to go, or should we talk about cutting? You want guys want to do one more a story about cutting breasts off because you can always get new ones. What number? Three fifteen. Oh, this one's fucking batshit crazy. Uh, I did not sell all my bikes. I still have a shitload of bikes left. I only sold like twenty five of them. Uh, I have a Harley that's so fucking crazy. It is so crazy. It is so fun. I haven't ridden it in years, but it is nasty. I got a 117 in it and with some other fancy shit. It's a tiny little Harley. Okay. Uh, this is Dr. Johanna Olson Kennedy, a pediatrician at Children's Hospital, Los Angeles, California, United States, saying how it's no big deal to cut off the breasts of teenage girls. If you want breasts at a later point in life, you can go and get them. Action. What we do know is that adolescents actually have the capacity to make a reasoned, logical decision. And here's the other thing about chest surgery. If you want breasts at a later point in your life, you can go and get them. But so what we do know is that 
She's saying at 15 you have the capacity to make the decision to remove a body part? Are tits nah, body parts? Yeah. If I... It's like the most L.A. thing ever. Like, you could take them off and put them back on. <laughs> you could get whatever you want down there. No big deal. No negative uh, psychological effects. If you start saying shit like this and no one tells you not to, that's what I mean. Like, if, if like, if one of my friends says, like, Jude, I'd be like, hey, dude, I got Jewish kids. Like, just be, you know, be cool. Like, you do you. I might judging you, but, like, be cool swinging that around. Or if, like, someone said something, anything else, like, there was someone crossing the street and they, you know, yelled at him, you, you, whatever, you dumb Mexican or something. I'd be like, hey, dude, don't do that. Like, right. no, like I don't like that. That's not you know? cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just don't, like, what, like, or you want to talk about it? Like, what's your beef? Like, what, like. Or, right. or, and they might be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Like, I, what do you want me to say? Dumb brownies? I've been, you know, like, and we, we have a discussion about it. But if they tell me, if you come at me and you're like, hey, it's okay to cut off girls at 15 have the fucking capacity to remove their titties, me and you are going to mm. fucking, I'm, a, I'm not, I'm going to come at you hard. Mm. I'm going to come at you so hard. You have the capacity? I mean, no, you don't because they're eighteen. You don't have it until you're eighteen. That's why that's the laws in place. Only a fucking minor. retarded fifteen-year-old would say something like that. That's like something you say when you're fifteen. Right. I'm fifteen. I, I have the ability to decide. Right. Oh, yeah, that's why you fucking smoke cigarettes. And there's a natural rebellion through adolescence where they're just going to do the opposite of what they're told or whatever, just specifically to be defiant. So, like, you know what I mean? You're going to be swimming upstream against that the whole entire time. I hate my mom. I'm cutting off my tits. Right. You got, it's teenager shit. Uncle remember, Buck got me. I'm cutting off my tits. Remember there was like an emo like phase. There was like the whole goth like stuff. And like, yeah, there were kids in my high school that slept in, um, it slept in, um, coffins. <laughs> there were, there were kids in my school who did not want any sun on them. They were like, they were goth. Did you have those? And they stayed super white. They would carry umbrellas around like at lunchtime so the sun wouldn't get on them. They were so like funny. Yeah, we I had like more of the emo with like the hair swoop. And like everything was just like it's gotta be sensitive, man. Like I'm gonna say something I really, really shouldn't say. Oh boy. It's about my friend Miranda Alcarez. Oh, we're two hours and ten minutes in at this point, so no one's gonna hear it. Yeah, you're you're safe. She she has like she parts her hair in like the middle now and she has like long hair. She looks like a 1970 Charlie's Angel, you know? Yeah. And and she's fucking cool as shit. But she used to have like like ha- like a lopsided haircut, like a like a, a asymmetrical haircut and 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 I just couldn't stand it. And and I and and as shallow as this sounds. <laughs> I I think maybe she was insane then and now she's sane. I mean, everybody's evolving and learning and going through their own phases of life. So that was just the asymmetrical. Hit no, not a side life. part. I'm okay with the side part. It's this, uh, it's this, um, it's this, uh, it, it, it screams mental illness to me, this haircut. And she used to have it and she doesn't anymore. Wait, is it some of these? And she and she, I would I would consider her a dear friend, by the way. So that that's uh, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, he, I just, uh oh, crazy, crazy pants, crazy town banana pants. Yep. Really? Yes, yes. All of them? Though? I don't know. All right. 
that was kind of an emo look though like that. yeah and and, and you know and i like i don't know a lot of girls like that so like it's 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 just uh prejudice and discrimination on my part <laughs> sample size of one I have more rappers on. Yeah. I was trying to get that one guy, Simba, that I met in Vegas. Okay, this isn't for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, get him. I know. Um, uh um I I'm not no, I am I'm not a weirdo sometimes. Look at your hair. Like you have perfect hair. You have like the total (laughs) 1970 Charlie's Angels look. Like what the fuck are you talking about? 1970s Charlie Angels look. Um uh, three three fourteen. Uh, f- uh, th- this is kind of harsh right here. <laughs> uh, fat and ugly at abortion round. This is this is kind of crazy. I this is kind of nuts. This is this is even a little harsh for uh, my liking. And I'm not sure I, I like this. Oh, here we go. They say this guy's based. What does that mean? I always forget what that means. Oh, I can't hear you. I lost you. Oh, you got mooted. Yeah, sorry. So it didn't echo. Remember, it was like the uh, we had to look that up for a video I sent you from yeah. a guy from the jujitsu place, a based, a based male. It means you have like whatever you're like based in your thoughts or your principles or something like that. The definition wasn't clear. Okay. Well, this guy's based, I guess. And but okay. it's kind of me. This guy's a trip. This guy looks like he's about to like halfway turned into a werewolf. Yeah. Like the moon, the full moon's coming up. <laughs> Listen to this guy. This guy's out of his mind. You're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. What do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Can we do that Uh, one more time? It's it's over the top. It is over the top. Uh, Contrarian opinion. That's what based is. Oh my goodness! Let's oh, see that okay. one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't that guy get in trouble for like cheating on his wife or having sex with someone or stealing something or something? Or there was like some the left came at this guy pretty hard. Gates. Let's see what. Let's see what. Uh. The comments you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight. Yes. What do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. <laughs> Okay. That's too funny. All right. Uh, Two hours and 13 minutes. Thank you guys, all of you. Um, (laughs) Bruce, I didn't see the Mo Miller fight. Text me. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Thanks. I'll see you guys. I don't. We don't have a show scheduled for tomorrow. No, you got a jiu-jitsu tournament. I'm panicking, and then we maybe we'll do a late night show, like after the UFC. Excuse me. Do we have a show Sunday? Yes. Well, actually, we'll discuss that when we get off here. But we actually may have two now. Oh. So we got to. Right. We'll have my a fa- double. My fasting day. I should be yeah. really moody. <laughs> yeah. We gotta, we gotta go. Oh, we're gonna have that guy with the YouTube star. The guy we might have Austin Alexander. Yep. Yeah, he'll be in the morning, and then he spells uh, his name wrong, right? Austin should be spelled A U S T E I N, and he spells it E N. Correct. Okay. Have to talk to him about that, and then who's the other person? And then in the evening time, um, J Rod got got back to us. Oh, 
Yes. yes. Let's do both those. So then uh, he's ready oh, at God, 6 I p.m. So bad. Okay, okay, bye guys. Okay. Uh Jake Jay Rodriguez, uh uh Nick's brother, also going to yes. ADCC. Yep. We should get uh Kalipa on and see how he did.